0: following program contains language and subject matter that you may consider unsuitable for children. Parental discretion is advised.
1: Greetings, Herfman, uh, His Highness the Jackal. The Jackal?
0: I'm going to pass the reins to Mr. Jackal, the new king of Britain. <laughs> yes, allow me to
1: puff as well. Hmm. Uh,
2: uh, These are some powerful herbs, <laughs> giving me dark visions.
3: Sh- shall we pack this again? I- I'm not getting visions. I'm not sure if it's working, is it? Ugh. Visions. Oh.
2: Visions. Thaddeus, are you seeing what I'm seeing? You making a fool of yourself. <laughs> you think Jack a uh, Latino? I'm not sure,
4: but he'll give it to you. Derek. Hold on a second here.
2: The
3: jackal.
4: Damn right I'm Latino, and I am going to give it to you. good. Welcome, everybody, to Inside The Jackal's Head, that's right, this is the Angel Espino Show, and uh, we have a hell of a show for you tonight. We are going to be broadcasting uh, live as usual on audio, and uh, we have a great guest during the Inside the Jackal's Head portion in the second hour. The one and only returning tonight on this beautiful May 6, 2021, is the one and only, the honorable, the legendary, the iconic... Robert D. Morningstar is going to be with me, and joining me and Robert is going to be a friend of uh, the show who just did a show, and uh, he's going to be a surprise uh, co-host, kind of a thing, maybe the next uh, 30 minutes. Uh, He wanted to uh, stick around and uh, join us with Robert. I'm talking about Kaiser, who just finished off a really good show of uh, Kaiser's Castle Talk Radio. If you guys have not heard, the show is a Good, good show. He just moved uh, moved over from Sundays to Thursdays, and he sandwiched uh, between me and Kate at 8. So if you're uh, used to uh, listening to Kate at 8, from 8 to 9, around the campfire with Kate, uh, then you know stick around because you have a lot more show after that. You have Kaiser's Castle Talk Radio, and then you have me, of course, at 10 p.m., Angel Espino on the Angel Espino Show with Inside the Jackal's Head interviews. And uh, again, tonight, a fabulous returning guest, Mr. Robert E. Morningstar, will join me. And folks, Robert is uh, not just a fellow podcaster. He is one of my favorite human beings. I mean, I really do uh, appreciate every time he's on the show with us, uh, you know, because he always brings wisdom and he brings accuracy to the stuff that he talks about Me and him have known each other for about a decade now, and he's been on the show countless times, and every time it's always fun having him on. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So again, if you bookmark Thursdays for my show or Kate, make sure you stick around for the three shows that are back-to-back-to-back live now. And that's, again, Kate at 8, Kaiser at 9, Angel at 10. So uh, there you go, folks. Now, with that said... We have a lot to talk about in the news, but before I get to that, everybody who's going to be watching this on video, make sure you do me one favor. Hit the subscribe button, give me a like if you like what you're watching or seeing, and very important go to the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Angel Espino, and join up there. Your contributions are greatly appreciated and needed in these hard times that we're living in. Believe me, folks, I'm feeling the crunch just like everybody else, and, you know, every uh, little helps from all you my friends out there. Uh, So, please, once again, patreon.com forward slash Angel Espino. As you know, the cancer culture has been hitting hard, and Kaiser and Kate were talking about it earlier. How things have just gotten so bizarre, world in this country where the cancer culture has completely taken over. And I brought up a story that really just boggled my mind uh, that I saw, and I, I had to share it with everybody because it just it was infuriating to to see. With my own eyes, the fury and i 'm talking about when you guys see the video later, if you haven 't seen it already, the fury of this professor attacking a student because he defended the police that's the only crime this kid did was he wrote a piece about the police department, and as police officers are heroes. And this is the kind of uh, teaching that our kids are getting by this woke institution that are literally holding your kids hostage uh, for more money. Remember, they don't want to go back to work unless they get all this crazy funding from the government, right? Uh, All this money that's being thrown at them. By the way, they've been getting money thrown at them for uh, how, how many stimulus packages now? Have, uh, has been throwing money at education and yet these uh, these so-called educators don't want to get back to work and teach they just want more and more money it's like right now the gravy train is like on their defense so they're getting all the money uh, for their uh, you know lack of actual teaching and for doing nothing right and for teaching our kids wrong which uh, you know when you look at the the overall spectrum, of what's been going on in this country with the education system and you start seeing who's educating our kids it's scary to actually see some of these educators but it's scarier when you watch this stuff on video and you're like oh my god these are the people that are actually in charge of my kids education when I send them off to school again this should scare everybody this audio in this video this is a woke professor, a quote-unquote woke professor, literally telling her student how wrong he is for supporting police. Not only that, he he's very rational in this whole thing. He tells her, professor, if you're at gunpoint, or you're being robbed and attacked, who are you going to call then? And she literally has the, the the nerve to say nobody. She's teaching her kids that, that you rather die by the hand of the criminal than be defended by the police who are there to serve and protect. When do we become a culture where our teachers are telling our students, don't listen to authority, don't listen to the cops, don't, don't listen to your parents, basically is what they're saying, because your first authority that you have is your parents right, and then you wonder why your kids go home every day, folks, and they don't listen to you, they don't care what you have to say, they talk back to you, they, you know, besmirch you to your face, they trash you, they, you know, you have David Hogg of the world who takes his parents on live TV and tells them to shut up, and tells them, you know, that their opinions don't matter, you know, because we're, this country has lost the, the education system completely, in the education system is not teaching kids morality or proper etiquette or proper way of actually treating the elders. To, and this is uh, systemic, and to, it's not systemic racism, it's systemic liberalism. And that's the biggest thing here. Now, me and Kaiser kind of like talked about this on the uh, show, uh, previously on his show, where there is a systemic issue going on, also uh, with not only you know systemic education uh, or miseducation with liberalism, but of course we're you know we're talking about the classification of Marxism, socialism, capitalism, uh, and we're talking about also the fascist uh, compared to the to the Marxist. And I still stick to uh, my guns. At the end of the day, they both come right back around and lead to the same garbage. Bigger governments, more enslavement of the people, things we don't want. But at the same time, what we don't want is anarchy and chaos. And when you talk about defunding the police, guess what's going to happen? Just that. Now, I find it ironic, and every time that I watch these videos, it's always female teachers women of color a lot of times middle eastern and when they are men they're usually these lgbt community men who've become teachers uh who are either very pro-left antifa or they belong to the alphabet community we even saw that uh on uh, i think it was Tucker carson a few years ago where I had a they had a guy who was a, a teacher of a college i can't remember the dude's name uh, if you look up Tucker Carson interviews really long neck Antifa guy on YouTube, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. And uh, the guy, actually, funny enough, uh, is a supporter of Antifa. has a huge neck. I'm talking about like a like big neck, like a giraffe neck. Like it's freaky looking. And um, the funny uh, thing about the whole thing is that. When you start to look at the spectrum of what, you know, he is saying, and then you look at the videos that that I'm about to get to here in a second, and you start seeing the correlation of what they're teaching the kids, and this is dangerous. Why are we throwing more money at this, you know, critical race theory that the government keeps pushing down these kids' throats? Basically, all white people are evil and racist, and there's nothing you can do about it. If you're born white, you're born racist deal with it, and kill yourself. That's basically the, what they're saying. And it's just, and if you support the police, kill yourself twice. It's, folks, it's disgusting. Uh, I'm, you know, right now I'm appalled at this uh, professor. I'm appalled at the fact that the Biden administration is handing over so much money to the uh, institution of hate, which has become uh, the, you know, the educational system in this country. I grew up in this country. I went through school in this country. I have never seen it this bad in this country. But here we go. Let's listen to this audio by this uh, crazy professor.
5: You brought up the police <clears throat> in your speech a few times. Um, so what is your, like, what is your main concern? Since, I mean, no. honestly, the whole reason police, yeah. I mean, it, it it is systemic. The issue is systemic because the whole reason we have police departments in the first place. Where did it stem from? What's our history going back to? What Jeremy was talking about. What where was? What does it stem from? It stems from people in the South wanting to capture runaway slaves.
4: Let me stop right there, real quick, because that is completely wrong. Police came from before. There was even the United States of America, there's been police since, you know, the European days. Uh, The police did not start because of runaway slaves in the South. That's a lie, that's propaganda, and that's used, again, as a tactic for fear-mongering and to institute hate for the police. That is a complete fabrication of facts. Okay, and that's the critical race theory they're teaching. But here, let me continue, and check out the uh, the answer the uh, young man gives.
0: Maybe they shouldn't be heroes. Maybe they don't belong on a kid's show.
4: Well, by the way, this is a, a soy boy uh, student, not the main student that defended the police. Uh, but even at the end of the video, this kid right here... Uh, who you can tell is part of the um, the alphabet community just by looking at him. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to I'm not trying to judge, but I'm just saying he looks a little bit, you know, there. Uh, but even this guy has clear enough conscience to understand freedom of speech, thought, and expression. And at the end of the video, you can say, okay, well, I don't agree with his point of view, but at least he gets the Constitution. Very important. Now, listen to this and watch the rest of this, guys.
0: Uh, so, I disagree with the what Jeremy, Jeremy said about it because...
4: Uh... Now, this is the kid right now you're, you're listening to and watching. This is the main kid, okay? I want you to take a good look at this face. This is the kid defending the police. And Jeremy was the previous kid uh, who didn't like the police. And the teacher was the first one, the lady. So, we have the teacher... The first kid who uh, was uh, counterpointing uh, how he doesn't like cops, and now we have the kid who's defending the police, who's going against uh, Jeremy. That's the other kid's name.
0: I think cops are heroes and they have to have a difficult job, but we have to have all of life. Oh, I, I'm not, I mean, I'd say uh, a good majority of them. You have bad people in every business and every part. Yeah,
5: yeah, well, wait, a wait, lot well, wait, of police wait. officers have committed an atrocious crimes and have gotten away with it and have never been convicted of any of it. And then-
4: and let me stop there because uh, look what she's saying: many police officers have committed many crimes. Yeah, and so have many uh, individuals who have killed, murdered, maimed, and, and you know done atrocities over the world who have never been caught or convicted of it, because you have one bad apple or a bad seed or a bad cop or a bad whatever. Doesn't mean that every single person in that institution is bad. That's your mistake. One of many.
5: Is for the person who has family members who are police officers.
0: Yes, I, I, I understand, um, and this is what I believe. This is my opinion, and this is you know not popular to say, but. Uh, I do support our police and we have bad people and the people that do bad things should be brought to justice. I agree with that. But I think that I uh, say, I'm saying it again. They haven't. Well, I agree with you on that point of they should, right?
5: So what is and your bottom line point? You're saying police officers should be revered, viewed as heroes. They I, go I on TV shows with children. That I think children they are have.
0: heroes in a sense because they come to your need and they come and help you and they have a problem just like every other business, but we should fix that. But I think that they're, they're heroes. Well, they're I think that's the problem
5: is looking at it as a business because they're actually supposed to protect and serve the people. They not do the protect color.
0: us. Who do we call when we're in trouble and someone has a knife or a gun? We I wouldn't call the police. police. Why wouldn't you call the police?
5: I don't trust them. My life's right. in more who danger. Who would you call? In their presence.
0: Professor, who would you call?
5: I wouldn't call anybody.
0: Well, would you have if I'm someone intruded your, your house in. with a gun? What well, would you would you have a gun on you, or no. who would you call?
5: It's my time to go.
0: Okay, okay. Well, I'm not going to do with a gun, there's not much you can do at that point. Calling the police is kind of just, you know. And I know that it's not popular for me to say that to you guys and, and people in here, but that's what I believe about the police. Okay, and, thank you. I appreciate um, it. Thank you, thank guys you, very much for listening to my point. I appreciate it. Thanks. I will say, yeah, I'm glad you did say that, even if I disagree with you. It's important, and we should fight for the right for people to say things that we don't even like, right? I may not agree with what you say, but I'll fight for your right to say it, amen. Within some extent, okay, folks.
4: Now, listen how quickly the so quote unquote teacher wanted to get off that call. It's like she was disgusted by the fact that this kid is saying the police are heroes, and it's true they put their lives in danger on a daily basis, and the more you look at some of the body cam of some of the officers that are being accused, the more you see a pattern, resisting arrest, shouting at officers, going for guns, uh, running from the scene, Uh, you know, just acting like complete idiots, look folks, if you're not guilty of something, if you're innocent, guess what, they have body cams now, right? don't get yourself shot, don't be stupid, don't resist arrest, if you are stupid enough to commit a crime, okay, then you should be brave enough to do the time, I grew up with that model, you do the crime, you do the time, I don't commit crime, so I don't have to do time, but if I get pulled over one day and I know I'm guilty, why am I going to go for the cop's gun, logically, you know that's going to end up bad, okay, that's logic, going after a police officer's weapon is only going to get you shot or killed, you know, and even if you do survive, your life is ruined, so, I mean, it's, you know, again, it's the way that people are being brought up, indoctrinated, and there is a leftist, elitist mentality which has taken over since the Obama administration, it has not indoctrinated everybody of color, or all black people, or whatever, But there's a lot of people out there who think they are above the law, and it's not even just because of Obama. I mean, I've seen this on YouTube where a lot of people think they know the law and they encounter cops, and they give cops a hard time, and, you know, this has been going viral for years now on YouTube, and I think people really think that they don't have to do what the cop says. Uh, Even, you know, some of the videos you're looking at, you see some of these dudes that are getting shot, and when you 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 know when you see what happens after, with the aftermath of the riots and the killing and, the, and all that stuff, and you're like, but why are we not waiting for the judgment of what happened to see the footage of the body cam, to understand the point of view of everything that happened? When did your guilty period become a thing? You know, in this country we have innocent to proven guilty, right? Look at the Derek Chauvin case. This guy had no chance at a fair trial, whether you were one way or the other. Um, I think he should have gone involuntary manslaughter and maybe four years tops in prison. They want to get this guy and put him in the, on the electric chair if they could, because they want to set an example out of him. And did he hold his knee against uh, the back of, uh, of, of uh, George Floyd for too long? Yeah, he did. But George Floyd was a career criminal, high as hell. Uh, he had COVID-19 according to uh, the doctors, and he was placed under arrest. He resisted arrest. He was saying he can't breathe before Chauvin even got there. So let's be honest, there was a a lot of stuff that was going on that when you look at it, you're like, okay, well, uh, gee, uh, what exactly is the narrative that they're trying to push? you know, and I've been saying it for a long time they're trying to push this everybody who's a criminal is innocent, and you if you're defending the private or public property of people that. Don't follow your narrative, then you're automatically the guilty one. That's why you saw the uh, two uh, uh, the, uh, the folks that um, I think it was what, St. Louis, uh, the McKerk McCowskis, or whatever, uh, they came out to defend their property where people were like literally invading their neighborhood and they broke down the, the, the fence and everything. This is the uh, last year during the pandemic, uh, the plandemic. And you saw, they're trying to charge them for self-defense. When uh, the people that were committing the actual crime of breaking an entry, none of them got arrested. But because people that actually had legally licensed weapons were trying to defend their property, they might go to prison. Kyle Rittenhouse, who defended himself against being killed by a mob of angry people, it might face life in prison for self-defense. You know, this is the, the the hypocrisy that that is just taken over. But look at uh, the Capitol on uh, January 6th in incident. Was it terrible that people went in? Sure, it was terrible. Should they have done it? No, even though the Capitol is the building of the people, but let's not go there. But, you know, we talk about people, should they go in, should they not go in? Well, you could flip-flop one way or the other on that. You could say, yeah, they should, yeah, they shouldn't. You know, but uh, uh, none of it was... Hostile into the moment one of the police in there shot Ashley Babbitt, right? They shot her. They killed her. The only person that died in that building was a person who was a Trump supporter. And now maybe charges are going to be brought against that police officer. Who knows? Uh, His identity was not told by the the media. Nobody wanted to say who he was. But the moment that uh, what happened... uh, to Dante Wright and uh, Micaiah Bryant, and all these people uh, you know, that resist arrest or are about to murder somebody, when they get shot being their criminals, what happens immediately? The police get outed, right? LeBron James outed that police officer and almost, and really got his uh, life put in danger for no reason when he defended another black girl. So it's not about defending black lives, it's about defending criminal lives, because criminal activity is what they're feeding off of to destroy the narrative that was positive and it was in this country for many, many decades. And that's what I think Trump really was going on on the whole Make America Great Again. It's to diffuse this leftist takeover. And unfortunately, it got such a strong stranglehold on all things economical, uh, mass media, social media, educational... It's gotten such a stronghold on this nation and the world that it's uh, almost a a futile fight. You know, we're resisting literally the Borg taking over, folks. That's what's happening here. And now I'm about to hit break. I just got joined by Kaiser. Kaiser, stay there. Don't go nowhere. I know you wanted to stick around and talk uh, with Robert, who's going to join me in a few minutes here. Uh, So welcome to the show, my brother.
2: Hey, how's it going, brother? Hey, uh, <laughs> Michaela.
4: Uh, I have no idea what you just said right now, but uh, you're, you're you're breaking up a little uh, bit. Here. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you now. Can okay, go go. For, yeah, go for it.
2: Okay, cool. Yeah, I hear what you say, man. But with Michaela, here's the sad thing: she's a 16-year-old girl from the rear. Uh, you see a woman running at another woman who's holding a puppy, uh, a baby dog, and, or a small dog. I don't know which. I've looked at that video.
4: Either way, she was unarmed and she's a- and she's holding a puppy or a dog. I mean, yeah. Not a, not a threat, not a life threat which not is not
2: a threat at all ex- that you see. And now imagine you walk up to that and a woman rolling up or a man or whatever, a she, it, it doesn't matter. Coming at somebody with a knife, a taser is not going to stop that. If you tase somebody, yep. their body's instantly going to go out and they're going to fall. And that knife could, Kill that woman! No, I well, not, not even that. Look, you know. look at the
4: distance the officer was from her. The teager might I not even have, might not even have done anything. because They might have even latched onto her clothes, but would have missed. Either way, the girl in pink. By the way, she was not an older lady. She was around the same age. It was like a high school right. fight that went right. out of hand. And uh, you'll have the officer jumping into the scene in the middle of this thing. A guy's kicking another girl in the head. As this is happening. And literally, yeah. uh, I mean, this is violence from all directions. The guy it's kicking the, the other person is her dad. By the way, that's Kayla's it's, dad.
2: It's, it's <laughs> the chaos. Right. Made. Honestly, by all this anti-police rhetoric. I, look, rhetoric. Uh, and I'm sure Robert will say the same thing. Rhetoric only increases more rhetoric and people will believe the propaganda they get. And unfortunately the media feeds this. And we talked about that earlier. Um, I feel bad for that young girl, but just think if that officer did nothing, he was in a no win situation. Uh, Look, I was born in Columbus, Uh, left and went to Cleveland Heights for a while when I was young and came back to Columbus. And it's my hometown. And look, as a former cop, federal cop, I never did the city, state or local cop thing or county. I did federal, can't even believe my life. It's been a good life, but that cop was justified in everything he did. The only way to stop that was to stop the movement, stop the threat. And just think if he didn't do that, cop watches as girl kills another girl. Oh no it's a no win situation.
4: Way. Yeah, it's a no win situation. You can't win in that situation. If you're the police, especially a white cop in America, There's no win because then you have uh, LeBron James saying, cop didn't react fast enough. Black teen loses her life. And now you have a a case of a black girl going to prison for life and uh, another black girl dead. This cop's a racist. So either way, they're going to turn it on the police because that's the culture. They're vilifying the cops even when they're doing a good job. Kaiser, stay right there. We have to break in a second here. Uh, We have Robert Morningstar coming on the show, folks. Uh, Explosive stuff happening in the world today. And the people to blame are the people in the White House. You have stuff at the border that is ridiculous. They don't want to deal with it. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to address it. And uh, we keep getting this critical race theory shoved down our kids' throats. We have uh, police departments that are scared for their life because they can't be cops. Because every time they go on the scene, guess what happens? They get vilified one way or the other. This country has been sold down the river, and I'm sure that Robert Morningstar is going to have a couple of things to say about this. He always has wise words, as Kaiser and myself know. Now, without any further delay, I want to welcome my guest on the hour, the one and only, the very bright, articulate, and important, on this day and time, Robert D. Morningstar, Uh, One of our favorites here on the network, and uh, a good friend of uh, myself, Robert. Thank you so much for joining me once again and giving us uh, your two cents and your words of wisdom. And we have a lot to cover. And uh, you're always uh, a fun person to talk to, and especially in these uh, given times. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Angel and uh, Chef. Uh, It's always a pleasure to be with you guys. You know, we are part of the radio men and women of America, and we are broadcasting what I call the torrent of truth. Back in 2012, Victor Martinez and I, uh, we were networking on uh, through mostly through email and my website, and we did a JFK expose in 2012, and I named it the JFK Torrent of Truth, and I have used that to express what you and Shelf and I always try to do to get the truth to the people and that's
4: what we're going to do tonight. 100%. You know, this is what the show is all about here. And it's amazing because people say, well, truth is your point of view. No, there's only one fact. Uh, you can look at it from whatever point of view you want to. Uh, but when all roads lead to the actual fact, you got to take that and you got to run with it. And, uh, Robert, I don't know about you and I don't know about Kaiser, but when I was raised... I was raised to tell the truth as you know often as much as possible, and only lie if your life depended on it and uh, and that 's like a gun to your head and you either you tell a lie to get away uh, because they 're going to kill you. Or, uh, you know, you're honest and you get your, brain, your brains blown out. And at that point, they were like, well, you might want to tell a little white lie at that point. Uh, but other than that, there's no sense of lying because the truth shall set you free most of the time. And the truth... Is really what I stand for hundred percent of the time. Well, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time, Robert. I get that one tiny little percent. Got to my head, I might say, okay, the sky's gray when it's really blue. You know, like you know, there will be that one percent. But that's me <laughs> glad in jest.
1: Because we're <laughs> going to talk about Mars later on in the show, and we're going to find out that NASA has been lying to the world about everything, and the sky on Mars is blue. Not yes. Right. So.
4: Oh, yeah. Well, NASA, never a straight answer. Huh? Exactly. huh? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? By the
1: way, regarding, truth, regarding truth, I want to harken back to something that President Trump said. He said, truth is a force of nature. Yes. And that is an axiom. So, I'm here to say that we are part of what I call the electronic Paul Revere's. We're engaged in an information war right now. And we have some big battles that we've, some of which we've won, and some of which we have yet to win. But the um, the big story for me is the targeting of Tucker Carlson for a hit job that's coming in the future. They're planning already to to take him out. But last night he did the most important broadcast uh, that I think he's ever done on COVID nineteen. And I hope that uh, later on, if we have the opportunity, that we can play some of it, because I I saved it just in time. I downloaded it to my hard drive because a friend said to me, watch this before they take it off. And lo and behold, that was last night and this morning it was gone. So we all have to support each other. And there's no problem with playing it because we're all on the same team you know. and we have to support people who tell the truth. And boy, did he tell it last night.
4: Um, can so you link to me that so I can share. get the audio for that and I can play some of that later? Uh, or so I can do it here. Bit.
1: I can do it from our end if I screen share. Then um, I can play it from this end, and we don't have to go through that. Otherwise, we have to okay. transfer the whole. Uh,
4: yeah, okay. if you can if you can play it and I can hear it, then the audience can hear. It. So yep, yeah, that's 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 the we'll point. Okay, cool, cool, cool. The the, the
2: okay. best part. This, the best part yeah. about. Um, uh, what we all talk about, uh, first off, I have to give massive respect to Robert Morningstar. Uh, a lot of people don't know the man. I don't really, I mean, we know each other through, you know, the interwebs. Uh, I respect him highly. He's written the definitive book on a JFK, mm-hmm. uh, shooting, which... Honestly, uh, folks, if you've never understood what happened that day in Daily in Dallas, uh Daily Plaza, mm. uh, please read his book. Correct. Secondly and buy it, and buy it and, and reread it and you'll understand. Honestly, I and Robert, I don't want to put words in your mouth. But, um, Trump since Kennedy and, and I'm, I'm jumping Reagan over this because Reagan got controlled through Bush, uh, senior. Uh, Um, I think he was the most free person who was president and I'm negating and, and not being dismissive of the man, but negating, and I know we're all older. Um, yes. Remember when Perot ran, and they vilified him, and I honestly believe Reagan, Perot, and honestly, Trump left office being their own man. And you don't see that in most presidents. Your thoughts, brother? I'm sorry.
1: I, I agree. And I have to say, you know, Ronald Reagan... You know, Ronald Reagan's been on my program the last two weeks because I've been playing his speeches. I played his speech from 1964, which is the Rendezvous with Destiny speech. And then last week, I played The Myth of the Great Society, and I had a really big surprise. You know, I, I post a lot to Facebook. And, the, you know, this dream of the torrent of truth is, is unceasing. And sometimes I forget what, which sequence or what I put. So on Sunday morning before my show, I went to Facebook and there was a cover on one of my posts. And it said, we have covered up this post not because it goes against our community standards, but because some viewers might be upset at seeing it. And I said, holy mackerel, what did I do? Did I put some kind of ghastly crime or murder scene or, or whatever? You know, did somebody hack my site and put on porno? What the heck? And I said, oh, man, maybe if I click it, they'll ban me for another 30 days. But I said, hell with it. What did I put? You know what they covered up? Ronald Reagan's Myth of the Great Society. And the reason I've been playing them, the Rendezvous with Destiny and the Myth of the Great Society, because Ronald Reagan was a prophet. My God, the things that he was talking about, government overreach, government, government tyranny, the, the ripping off of taxes and squandering the, the riches of the nation, offshoring um, industries. He was a prophet. And I have had two I really powerful two powerful spiritual experiences. And um, life-altering experiences. And they both happened to me. One was on the day that Reagan was shot. I had a near-death experience with a ghost that led me to solving the mysteries of the JFK assassination. And the second one, I have to tell you, it was a near-death experience for me because I wrestled with the Banshee. And I wrestled with the, the, the spirit of death for three hours. It tried to suffocate me. And I fought it for three hours. I was paralyzed. The only thing I had was breath. And I fought it back. And I was drenched in sweat. My bed was soaked. The mattress was soaked after three hours as this black force, this black cloud, this black sail kept trying to suffocate me. And at the end of three hours, I turned my head and all I had was breath. And I said, I know you're death. You are death. And I'm going to fight you to the last breath of my life. And then I took what I thought was the last breath of my life, and I wha, and I blew it away like a black sailboat sailing into infinity. And then I arrested. And when I woke up that next morning, I turned on the television, and the news announcer said, Ladies and gentlemen, I regret to inform you that President Ronald Reagan is in the last hours of his life. He is in the hospital, with his, surrounded by his family. His doctors do not expect him to survive and he is dying from complications due to pneumonia so folks i'm telling you i have a spiritual relationship very deep soul relationship with ronald reagan and john f kennedy and i had that experience so that i could tell you that ronald reagan fought till the last moment till the last breath of his life to fight death and he told death to get lost And I say, death, where is thy victory? Death, where is thy sting? Because Ronald Reagan's message has gotten through to the American people tonight. And that's what we're facing, folks. Mm -hmm. We are facing mass death. The people in Germany did not believe the Holocaust was happening. This is genocide, genocide. Robert.
4: It completely is. This is no different than what Hitler did. It's just it's hidden under a cloak of, uh, of wokeness.
1: You know, years ago, you and I, you and I have been doing programs for about five years, if I recall. And I used a little to longer tell you, than
4: that. Yeah, a little bit longer than that. We, it's been, eight, I think, uh, close to eight, eight years now, at least. Eight
1: years. Time flies, brother. Time flies. And oh, yeah. Then
4: yeah.
1: we were in the throes of the Obama administration. And I said to you, the only way that the Obamacare plan can work is for them to triple tax the young people and to cull the old population because that's the biggest overhead you know so i i coined two words two phrases i said slow genocide and population pruning
2: and And they did that
1: to to life
2: and they did that through the rona that's what's so disturbing robert i love you in so many ways that you don't understand um that's why I respect you uh, as it's a mutual. veteran it's, it's as as a man uh, look here's the thing uh, it really irritates me that people don't understand now not not back then when you and I were talking but now they've vilified being a man where we can juggle around shit talk and whatever and we're not going to do that tonight but (laughs) it really breaks my heart that we are trying to lose in america this is the same shit i saw well not i saw all of us saw this with france where
4: you mothers said.
2: were teaching their boys to be soft mm-hmm. and yes. you had german mothers teaching their boys to be hard and that was before World war ii yes and we have a crisis of our men and they well, don't, don't have... have well, Kaiser,
4: let me, let me stop you guys right there real quick. It's not just a crisis of men. It's the critical crisis of a certain kind of man. Because you can be a heterosexual, but if if you're leaning towards the right, you're wrong, period. If you're leaning anywhere in the center, you're wrong, period. If you're left or extremely radical left, then you're given the pass card. And it doesn't matter if you're white, black, it doesn't matter if you're Latino, or it doesn't matter, you know, what your religion is. As long as you are of the left and are radicalized and believe their ideology 100% of the way, then you're completely exed out of uh, society, and that's where they're going at. This is a, a genocide against a certain populace who does not follow the narrative, and that's the big lie. They keep spewing. You know, they, they they try to label now what happened uh, with the election as the big lie from Donald Trump. Well, remember we were we were all saying stop the steal. Remember that? Now they're flipping and yep. saying, well, it was the big lie. No, the big lie is what the left has been doing for the last you know couple of decades, where they've yep. been completely indoctrinating the youth, where hating themselves and hating anything that is not. A Marxist ideology is, you know, completely racist or Nazi-like. If you don't follow their ideology, you're a Nazi. At the same time, they're feeding our kids the same ideology they Hitler used in the Nazi regime. So it, it's it's like
1: both communism right and, and fascism. You know, you're correct. Here That's what I was thing. saying earlier. It's fascism and Marxism,
4: identity. it's balled into it's one. Identity. Correct, and that's the that's the end result, cultural genocide, to sp- and that's where the divisiveness comes in, divide and conquer. And the genocidal part is anybody who doesn't believe in what the party that is in power right now believes, you're gone. If they can go after the president and his lawyer, which, by the way, it's against the law to invade the office of the lawyer of anybody and seize their documents... Orders on defense of a person. That's confidentiality between a lawyer and a, and a, and a, and a client. And they've completely yeah. went against that law when they invaded Rudy Giuliani's property and seized his computers. And on top of that, uh, uh, guys, and this is what really pisses me off, when Rudy's yeah. saying, guys, you yeah. have this already. It's put on the cloud. You want it? Take it. I'm not uh, uh, going right. to obstruct. Right. Not only that, here's the Hunter Biden stuff. Take that. They don't want to take yeah. that. Uh, no, they don't want to even touch that stuff. Why? Because they got to admit it to court and then and that is Pandora's box it, it that they want to deal with.
2: It becomes a statement of record.
4: Here's, Correct. Here's
2: the thing I'll say, and I'm sure Robert will have more eloquent ways to say it. This is coming from a federal cop uh, when I was one. Okay, If... I would have done any of that, uh, which would have been criminal, actually. And, and it's because it's because of so many reasons. I can look up and get out of the USC, United States Code, mm-hmm. everything I'm talking about. Uh, if I would have done that, man... I would have been under 18 USC, uh, 1984, 1983. 1983 was, was color of law. Reagan, Reagan put that in there. Yes. And that was criminal if I would have yes. done it. Miss Mal and non. Miss malfeasance Non Feasans, The yes. feasance right. brothers. And yes. that's what I call them.
1: By the way, it it's, it's it's coercion, and that's the purpose. It's psychological Correct. warfare, because the fact is, yes. nothing that they seized is going to be admissible in court, because that, well, that privilege is sacrosanct between a lawyer and his client and, his and, client. The, illegal right. seizure, and the illegal seizure of it. Even if they le- seized it legally, which is impossible, it still yes. wouldn't be admissible to court. So this is really more of a psychological warfare ploy that they are using against uh, Giuliani and Trump. But Giuliani, you can't scare that guy. I mean, he had the World Trade Center literally fall on his head. He was in an adjacent building. And I honor Rudy Giuliani as the man who saved America. Because President Bush, Air Force One, and the guy who held America's psyche together was rudolph giuliani so god bless the man and uh may he live long and prosper and help us uh, transcend this uh, abomination that's being uh committed across the world um, not just our country
4: robert does it scare you does it scare you that uh they can go after the president and his lawyer they could do it to any citizen of this country and uh, i go back to george bush and the patriot act uh, where a lot of this uh Mm -hmm. comes from And if you want to even go further back, even 9-11 could be looked at as as possibly tied into all that's happening now. Because look what happened. It's all one thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Look, when you look at
4: the the spectrum of what what happened after...
1: Martin Luther King, Robert Kennedy, the attempts on Ronald Reagan, mm -hmm. uh, the Vietnam War, the Gulf of Tonkin, false flag... It's all all part 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 of the plan, but
4: here's here's where... uh, uh, here's what I'm getting at though, you can see the sped up process on this as soon as Ronald Reagan left office and George Bush Sr. got into a position as president and he lost to Clinton there's been a domino effect from that moment forward which sped up the process Robert and now we're at a position where this was supposed to happen I believe under Clinton, Hillary Clinton and when she lost to Trump that's why they went apeshit for the last four years on Trump because he literally was the last drawback to the Reagan era where he said, no, 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 America first. Screw the rest of uh, what you guys are trying to do. Uh, We have to protect our borders. We have to protect our people. We have to protect our way of life and uh, the institution that has brought us prosperity, the institution that is the best in the world. And if you know what? If you don't buy it, and he said it loud, he said it clear, and he said it often... Then you could leave. Nobody's, you know, making you stay here if you don't like America. For the Elon O'Mars, the AOCs, and all these idiots that have joined into Congress over the last decade. Because again, I said it earlier, and I'll say it. I don't care if you call me misogynist. Women of color. Are not going to be held to the same standard as everybody else because the moment you say anything, they label you a racist, misogynist, homophobic, or whatever, and you're stuck. So you can't say anything against ALC, or she'll say, "I'm being murdered." Remember that meme the one around? Yeah. I just got murdered. Because she started screaming that Ted Cruz tried to murder her during the Capitol riots. Nobody has brought charges against her for that slanderous, you know, mislabeling of what happened. And it was a complete lie. She was not even there when she was claiming that Ted Cruz was trying to kill her. Now, Ted Cruz has been very nice about it. But if Ted Cruz says anything about AOC, immediately he's called all kinds of names. And they even throw, How can you support Trump now when he called you lying Ted? First of all, their lion's head is but really kind he of a funny. Thing.
1: and he's telling you the truth now
4: right right <laughs> no, but funny, the the funny him. thing is wh- when you were in the campaign of twenty sixteen you know and the g o p you know Trump used a lot of funny things against people, and back then he used uh, uh, he was trying to like win the populace over with humor as well, mm-hmm. and I think he used a lot of nicknames like little Marco. Uh, yeah. You know, Sleepy Joe You know, he uses stuff like that Lion, Lion, Ted just kind of right. fit But it doesn't mean that Ted Cruz is a bad dude In fact, he's really grown on me over the last five years And yeah, I, I agree with a lot of what Ted Cruz says Look, in the future Once we get over the next four years If Ted, you know, runs after Trump runs in 2024 Ted Cruz might have my vote locked in Because he's really proven That he is who he is He does what he says he does And he's a man of his word And he's got balls and like Ron DeSantis, these are gentlemen who are really sticking by their guns and are proving that they're men of their words. Hey, Robert, I know hey, you yep. got to uh, tell him to say out. Let's go for it. You're Robert. so
1: lucky living in Florida. And uh, DeSantis is great. I have looked upon him from Congress. You know, I look years and years ahead, and I said that guy has the potential to be a great president. And uh, but the election of 2020 isn't over, my friends. The thing that's happening in Arizona, the audit that's going down in Arizona, the Supreme Court rulings in Michigan that declared the actions of the secretary of state to be illegal and unconstitutional. Well, there's a whole bunch of dominoes ready to start dropping. So believe me. And who's in prison now? Not us. Who's in prison? Who has put themselves in in, who has incarcerated themselves in Washington? Who has built a jail cell around themselves? The Congress. Pelosi. They go to jail every yes. morning. Think about it. They go to jail it's every single offense. morning. They cross those gates. They show their passes. They wear the mask. And there's barbed wire, concertina, razor wire all around them. Not around us. Let's get this straight. You know, We're on the you outside.
4: Know, it's funny, though, outside, though, Robert, you say that because... That because they're, they built a wall around uh, the capital, but yet they're against yeah. funding the wall at the border, which is going to yeah. stop a lot of the the problem at the right. border. Not all of it, because there's still going to be people that find their way over and stuff, but now with the, the border wall, if it's completed, it lowers the, the cost of life, it lowers the amount of people coming in, because it makes it a lot harder. Now, with that right. said... They don't want to complete that. They want to open borders. They want to let people in that are sick with COVID, right? If the pandemic is real, why are you doing that? You're just going to get more and more people sick in this country that are here now. But they could come in and get all the money, all the passes, everything. They're shipping them off to other parts of the country, dropping them off in different areas. Uh, this has been going on. In fact, Alex Jones, who gets a lot of shit in the media, uh, came out and uh, recently in Texas and stood in front of a car, and this came out on some local news, but didn't make it major because mass media doesn't like covering Alex Johnson when he does something right. Uh, so he stood in front of a car and said, you guys are transporting children illegally. Yeah. First of all, they should have been in the back of the car the way you have them. That's illegal, and you're taking them from where to where? And who are you, the driver? Are you a police officer? No, I am not a police officer. So why are you taking these kids who are not even legal and you're driving mm-hmm. them illegally to where? What are your credentials? And he's, you know, uh, the only news that you hear about this is the media attacking Alex Jones, which is ridiculous. And this is, you know, a person I get it, he's controversial, yada, 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 I get it. But you know what? This is something that the media needs to cover because it's happening. And why are they so worried about the, uh, you know, the the border at the Capitol and around that building when they can't even get the border of this country wrapped around right. Uh, because they don't care. They care about passing their evil laws. They care about their own protection. That's why all these uh, people in Congress have nice, fancy buildings they live in called mansions with walls all around them. They got fences. They got the, Their structure is nice and secure. But we, the American people, we can't get that security. They make all this money to, like, do whatever they want to us. They get paid vacations, but they can only give us, you know, a little stimulus okay. check for, for twelve hundred bucks or six hundred bucks. Yeah, they I mean, say we're lifting you from poverty, Robert, by a fourteen hundred dollar check. You Are off. you kidding me? They How's that lifting anybody off. out of poverty? <laughs> it's ridiculous. They re- they ripped
1: everybody off for forty to fifty thousand dollars a year that they weren't allowed to work, and they threw them fourteen hundred bucks, and that's supposed to take care of business. The other thing we have to talk about is the 800-pound red gorilla in the room. And I, I mean by that, Red China. China has taken over the Democrat Party. They're all in the back pocket, or the front pocket of the Red Chinese now, and they are their lapdogs. That is Correct. what has happened.
4: Yep. It's China, and it's China... Talking. By the way, it's oh, China, it. and and I'll say it again. It's China, and it's the uh, the Muslim Brotherhood, that has been also in you know completely in the pockets with communist China, and if you look at it again, look at the people that are populating the Congress: Middle Eastern brown women who are all Muslim, belonging to the B- Muslim Brotherhood, which again goes yeah. back to Obama. Continue, I, Obama. I, I, Hey, you know, I
1: laid into LeBron James, uh, LeBron James this morning. He put up a stupid tweet that said we have to protect our young, our women and girls. And I laid into him and I said, LeBron, you are a disgrace to your race and all Americans, that means all Dash Americans, people who love yes. America, despise you. You have destroyed the sport of basketball. I went to high school with Kareem Jabbar, Lou Alcindor. And I'll tell you, He, LeBron James and his ilk, are turning American basketball into red Chinese uh, propaganda babble ball. And just look at the ratings. He is single-handedly destroying one of the greatest sports that America ever invented. And the other thing is sports in general. When you have girls with testicles running in races against girls... That is sick, you know? And now yes. the Olympic Committee is going to allow transsexuals to race. Women, you better wake up, especially you Democrat women, you Dumbocrat women. Women have fought for over a hundred years to establish themselves as athletes, yeah. to earn the right and the respect that men get in their own category, which is women's sports. But when you have girls with testicles running against girls with no testicles, you know that testosterone is always going to win. So they're when, sick. When, this is all pure communism you, to destroy our culture.
2: When you have girls running with testicles against girls with ovaries, there's a big problem. Here, Here's Absolutely. the thing. I, I love what you just said. Um, this irks me. And you know what I mean when I say that, Robert Uh and and Angel. Um, It really irks me hard. Uh, This is, and I know you know what I'm talking about on this. I was talking with uh, Angel earlier um, on my show, brother. When when I saw, and the American people don't understand what Stasi was, uh, uh, the, mm-hmm. the lives in the lives of others, that documentary, uh, they don't understand. If Stasi had what we have now, uh, because we now have. here's the false dichotomy they brought in the false left right dichotomy it's a circle put right hand out left hand out bring it to your head over your head and fascism which is what they call it no it's Mass death...
4: It's a sobriety test by the police from the sound of it.
2: ...lives (laughs) where the feet, where the fingertips touch. And it's National Socialism and Communism. Yes. Period. Fascism meets on the right where corporate and the government come together. That's Mussolini's definition. Uh, and they work together, except that circumvents what we hold sacred: you, me, and angel, the United States Constitution. That's a problem, and that's something that I'm seeing right now. Your thoughts?
4: Yeah. Well, remember, 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 guys. This is not a democratic or a democracy. This is a capitalist republic. And we got to remember, this is a republic for which we, the people, stand. And uh, this is something that's being forgotten. When you hear Joe Biden saying that we, the government, are the ones that are in control, we are the ones that are the the ones that shape the 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 views of the world. When you hear that, and uh, and he's using that code language of "we," but he really means the bigger government. That is fascism. That is yes. Marxism to an extreme. That has been thrown in your face. quite beat Robert.
1: Point. They beat us over the head with democracy, democracy, democracy. And I'd like to remind people of the wise words of a man, a Frenchman, whose name was Jean Cocteau. He was a great filmmaker and a great artist yeah. And, yeah. and a philosopher. He said something really important, and everybody better wake up to it. The majority is not the truth. That's a very profound statement, because people are running after polls, and polls are being manipulated. And in the words of Mark Twain, you know, polls and statistics, Mark Twain said, there are three kinds of lies. Lies, damn lies, and statistics. Now, listen, fellas, I just started sharing the screen, and if I I have your permission, your indulgence, I would really love to play a few minutes and say 10 minutes of Tucker Carlson put out the most important message that America needs to hear yesterday. He's trying to prevent the genocide from spreading. So if you would, let, can I play uh, Tucker Carlson? Go Listen for it. to his words? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Here you go.
3: How many Americans have died after taking the COVID vaccines? That's not Americans who've been killed by the virus, that's a huge number. It's how many Americans have died after getting the vaccines designed to prevent the virus. Do you know the answer to that question? Do you know anything about the downside? We know a lot about the upside of vaccines. We've been completely in favor of vulnerable people taking vaccines. But what about the potential risks? You think you would know more about that than you do? We talk a lot about vaccines constantly, not just on this show, but in this country. Joe Biden was on TV yesterday talking about vaccines. He wants you to get one. Everyone in authority wants you to get one. In fact, you probably already had your shot and good for you. If you haven't had your shot, you're under enormous pressure to get your shot. You understand that soon you may not be able to fly on commercial airlines or go to work at the office or send your children to school if you don't have the shot. Meanwhile, the social pressure is enormous. Friends may have informed you already that you are not welcome at their parties or their weddings if you haven't been vaccinated. So there is a lot of pressure to comply. At some point, you probably will comply, It's just too difficult not to be vaccinated in this country. But before you do comply, ask yourself, do you know anything about the potential risks? Probably you don't know much. We assume the risks are negligible. Vaccines are not dangerous. That's not a guess. We know that pretty conclusively from the official numbers. Every flu season, for example, we give influenza shots to more than 160 million Americans. Every year, a relatively small number of people seem to die after getting those shots. To be precise, in 2019, that number was 203 people. The year before that, 2018, it was 119 people. In 2017, it was a total of just 85 people who died after getting the flu shot. Now, every death is tragic, obviously, but in Big Picture, we do not consider those numbers to be disqualified, and we keep giving flu shots, and very few people complain about it. So the question is, how do those numbers compare to the apparent death rate from the coronavirus vaccines now being distributed across the country? That's worth knowing. So we checked today, and here's the answer. And these numbers come from the same set of government numbers that we just read to you from. Here they are. Between late December of 2020 and last month, a total of 3,362 people apparently died after getting the COVID vaccine in the United States. 3,362. That's an average of roughly 30 people every day. So what does that add up to? By the way, that reporting period ended on April 23, and we don't have numbers past that. Not quite up to date. But we can assume that another 360 people at that rate have died in the 12 days since. So you put it all together, and that is a total of 3,722 deaths. That's almost 4,000 people who died after getting the COVID vaccines. The actual number is almost certainly higher than that, perhaps vastly higher than that.
1: Um, I want to take a pause there with, with this. It's, hey, it's uh, dynamite. So, maybe you guys want to comment can, and maybe we'll continue later, but I think you get the idea. This is a, I think this is the most heroic broadcast that this man ever, yeah. ever did, and in 24 I, hours, they scrubbed it. But not here, yeah. folks, the jackal's head, the torrent of truth, you're hearing it. They can't beat I, us off. They can't.
2: I agree, brother, and here's something that Really, I have to say, we said this before we started this. Uh, My mother, um, awesome woman, she was. Uh, They never got married, but a man who died a month after my mother. So that means he must have loved her, okay? Um, And that's just the point. And... We have talked about this, both you and me and Angel and I have talked about this. Uh, My personal self, uh, the man who came into my life when I was 11. And of course, you know, we all know the backstory on that shit. So, we're not going to go into it.
4: Well, let's, get, let's uh, speed
2: up the process. Here. Well,
4: too much backstory.
2: Here. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. I'm trying to I'm trying to explain. You're, 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 you have a, his, you're slurring his a little wife, bit
4: too much. His,
2: his wife died because of the same thing and this is Johnson & Johnson's shot. Yes. Uh, it, it helped there was something that happened in the 60s and I've never seen a satisfactory answer for it but I remember his wife died and that's how my mother met him in the late 70s. And it was because they had three kids and she started taking birth control. And with Johnson's shot... Um, for some reason, they had to take it offline, and I'll talk about that with the other one-shot doses, which is why I um, question that too. Why they took the one shots instead of two shots?
4: Well, Kendra, uh, it's very, it's very simple. Look, I, the, I the I reason there's the differences, Hold on, hold on, Kaiser, Kaiser. Hold on one second. Uh, the reason there's differences is because these all test experimental shots. There's right. no one. I know that. There, there's know there's that. no one. Yeah, but you're, you're you're taking too long to get uh, to where you're, where you're getting at. No. And you're and no, you're breaking no, up a little bit. No, but the thing is, you're breaking up a little bit, and it's hard to understand everything you're yeah, saying. Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay, I took the one shot Johnson's. Right. For one reason, and I've not had any adverse effects. And then the next day, they shut it down. They shut it down for anybody taking it. Because yeah. that had adverse effects. And that was on the 13th. And the funniest thing, I'm looking at my record now, my shot record. So here's my point: is that the people who died or had major problems were women taking birth control. And I do worry about two things. Are women in America being able to have a birth, if they want to, from a man? And the other thing... I worry about American women, and I I have to be exclusive to American women. But it's probably European women and probably African. It doesn't matter if they're on birth control. It has the same adverse effect. Like I said, my mother got together with this guy his wife died from the same thing that woman died from who was his first wife and I don't know her name or I would give her justice because she was a stellar woman being with him and uh, she died from taking birth control in the 60s and I worry that this is the same kind of thing and that was my whole point
1: I think you're on to something. And I would say this. Um, The Johnson & Johnsons. Was pulled off the market. Because 40% of the people. Were having adverse effects. And 55% of that 40% were women. And most of them were dying. Now the point you make. About birth control pills. And this these, these vaccines, because it's not just Johnson & Johnson, they are causing blood clots. And birth control pills affect menstruation. And menstruation is the production of blood in the womb to become the matrix for conception. So first thing is the, the birth control pill is interfering with the natural cycle of of blood flow and blood production in the woman. And these vaccines are, I have to tell you folks, when it comes to this global genocide that's going on, women are the main target. Men don't have babies. We make babies. but Women Women and and
4: elderly, Robert, the elderly uh, male population also, they're targeting them. And uh, this is why we saw what at first... First responders again, which a are, are big uh, you know part of the first responders deal with nurses, which a majority are women. Uh, we mm-hmm. saw the elderly get the vaccines first in hospice care center. I, my uncle, who did not at any point have COVID nineteen, got the vaccination, died a week later. He was in hospice. Yeah, he the,
3: he, he was eighty years down. old.
4: Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of older folks that are are getting the vaccine who might have underlying conditions that are not related but to COVID no.
2: Hank where this attack setting
4: kills them. You know? Say it again?
1: Neither did Marvin Hagler. They were healthy. They were being patriotic. Yeah. I saw I saw mm-hmm. Hank Aaron. He was buffed up, man. His deltoids were still the same shape they were when he hit the 714 <laughs> run, you know? And he was being patriotic, and he was happy that he was showing his fellow African-Americans how safe it was and 2 weeks later he's dead and it's always oh we're not sure we we're, we're not sure it had anything to do with the vaccine and they and this is the mantra we still feel that the benefits outweigh the risks well folks the risks are death anaphylactic shock heart attack stroke uh, loss of memory loss of uh, balance tell me the benefits you still have to wear a mask you still can't congregate with people you can't hug anybody. You still have mm-hmm. to keep social diff- distancing. Where are the benefits? Oh, you're going to get a seat in the stadium in the section reserved for for inoculated people. Now there are two other uh, scientific articles that I want to bring to your attention. One of them deals one of them deals with the discovery by a German doctor of what is causing the blood clotting, and this has to do with a two-stage process. Here, science, scientists find the exact two-step process. And the first, listen, for months I've been telling people this is not a vaccine. A vaccine used to take a bacterium and uh, that's been, um, like a dead bacterium or a dead virus that, that's been made inert they would inject it into the bloodstream and in the bloodstream the battle would would ensue to to create um, immunity however Correct. the
2: You're
1: mrna right. the mrna vaccine is genetic engineering modification technology You're it is right. designed to create gmo people and it works exactly the same way that hiv aids works hiv yes. and body with a retrovirus it injects the retrovirus in and and then it has uh something called reverse transcriptase it reproduces it into provirus messenger rna is the equivalent of the uh rna it's messenger rna right it goes in it invades your cells it doesn't stay in your bloodstream it goes into your cells and then inside the cell, it starts to produce the spike, the glycoprotein spike, which is the horn, you know, on the outside of the virus. And then Correct. those spikes yeah. migrate from the yeah. inside of your cells to the outside of your cells and coat your cells and it makes your body think that your own cells are the coronavirus, which creates mm-hmm. an autoimmune reaction. It overreacts. So this is right. how this is background. I'm just going to read you this. In the first step, how vaccine causes blood clots. In the first step, the adenovirus shell in the vaccine, along with proteins from the cells where the vaccine is grown, come into contact with platelets from the blood. Platelets are known as colorless cell fragments that rush to the site of an infection or injury, helping the blood congeal to stop bleeding. They also play a key role in the body's immune response. When activated, they surround invaders like bacteria and change, and change the, um, and re, me, change shape to release chemical signals. They store in granules. When the platelets are activated in mass, as can happen rarely after a person takes the blood thinner heparin or gets the Astrazeneca vaccine, they release a flood of these signals. Let me tell you about a, a doctor, Gregory Michael. Neckelman was an obstetrician in Miami for many, many years. He was 56 years old. He volunteered for the vaccine because he believed in vaccination. He was healthy. He was happy. And he was happy to be demonstrating to people how safe the vaccine was. Two days after he received the vaccine, he was in the shower and he looked at his toes and he had blood blisters on his toes. And he recognized that as a doctor, that was a danger sign. He went to the hospital. They did blood tests on him they found no blood platelets. They infused blood platelets into his body. They did another blood test. They found no blood platelets in his body. His wife said that they infused, injected blood platelets into his body for 14 days and never did they show up on his blood test. At the end of 16 days, Dr. Meckelman died with no blood platelets in his body. And I said, quipping, I said, It sounds to me like they injected a vampire into this man's bloodstream and the vampire was sucking up the blood platelets. So that's step number one, right? The step number two is the second step in these reactions is caused by EDTA, a calcium binding agent and stabilizer that is added to the AstraZeneca vaccine. EDTA opens junctions between cells that form in the walls of the blood vessels, causing them to become leaky. This allows the giant complexes formed by proteins and platelets to enter the blood circulation where they, or on very rare occasions, trigger that body-wide alarm. What did I just say about an um, autoimmune reaction? Asked if he thought there was anything that could be done to make the vaccine safer, Greinecker, Dr. Greinecker, a German doctor, said his first thought was to be try to get rid of the EDTA. Which causes the second step in the process, but he said it's not real a real quick. Robert,
4: do you think that yes, this sorry. is uh, real quick? Do you think this is uh, has anything uh, connecting to uh, hydroxychloroquine and why that was so effective? Uh, because it deals with autoimmune illnesses like lupus.
1: Yes, it, uh, hydroxychloroquine breaks up coagulation of uh, blood cells. It super oxygenates of yep. the bloodstream. And that's another yep. crime. Let me, yep. I have a criminal in charge of my state, Governor Cuomo. Not only did he murder all of these senior citizens in the nursing homes by locking them in and sending in people who were contaminated, he outlawed access to hydroxychloroquine, which was being marketed. You know, you could go to Dwayne Reed and, and ask for Plaquenil. That's hydroxychloroquine. It's been around for 70 years. It's a proven. Uh, and you know what? Dr. Fauci himself, in 2003, wrote an article for the Journal of Virology touting hydroxychloroquine as an effective therapy against SARS. Yep. And yep. Dr. Fauci is the father of COVID-19, folks.
4: Robert, uh, by the way, I suffer from lupus. I've taken hydroxychloroquine. Uh, I stopped taking it about a decade ago um, because yeah. it just uh, I didn't really need it at the time. I wasn't having any symptoms or anything. I was really doing good. Uh, now my health has gotten really bad. I don't have health coverage, but I'm trying to get uh, hydroxychloroquine again. I can tell you for first-hand knowledge, this is not going to kill you. Uh, in fact, uh, again, this is stuff you can get over-the-counter. It's been available for many, many years. The big difference is the money aspect. Uh,
1: That's so we, a big portion of the it. Point. Well, listen, listen to this statistic. 993 7% of the people who contract COVID-19 survive.
4: Yeah, well, I'm still, still alive, Robert, COVID-19. and I, look, I'm a fat dude with, you know, with uh, the health issues, and I have lupus, and the thyroid but condition, I got to, this, and it, I'm it, still alive. It,
1: but listen to this, there's been no epidemic in Africa, and everybody's wondering why, why? You know, we were expecting mass death in Africa. Africa has been on hydroxychloroquine for 40, 50 years against malaria, yes. and apparently it makes you immune. It stays with you. Whatever it yes. does to your body, hydroxychloroquine makes you immune to COVID-19. So Africa is not suffering the the pan the pandemic that they're suffering. Another thing is the so-called pandemic in in India. People in India are saying, you know, this is bullcrap. It's not really happening. MK Ultra has taken over mass media in this country. We're living yes. in the land of the Wizard of Oz, and it's CNN, the Communist News Network, MSNBC, which I called up and M- messed up NBC. It is these apparatchiks, these talking heads and barking dogs, like Smirkanish. Right? Smirkanish came out yesterday on on CNN and said that. People who got the vaccine should shun contact with people who are not inoculated. And he did it in such an angry, disgustingly hostile way that I said, you know, Smear con- smear,ish. he's Smear comish, Commissioner of Smearing. That's what he is. He's a barking dog and he's trying to alienate us from our fellow man and fellow women. This is the plot, my friends. It is to divide and conquer to turn us against each other, to yep. make us shun each other instead of embracing ourselves as brothers and sisters in the U.S. Constitution. I remind everyone, Ronald Reagan said, I'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees. Yep. People who are wearing the masks obsessively are in the grip of a deep MK ultra induced paranoia and they're living on their knees.
4: They're literally Scott taking out the, the blue pill, by the way. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kaiser.
2: It's not just paranoia. Look, uh, I've said this on my page. I know you've seen this, Robert, and I know you have too, Angel. I've been saying this. I Look, you guys know what I do for a living. A mask is for two reasons. Uh, first reason is depersonalizing. If I'm wearing a mask and I'm coming in to do something, um, that means I'm depersonalizing myself. But I know that. That's one thing. Second thing, if I throw a hood or a mask over you to make you not be able to see anything, that's dehumanizing. This exactly. masking is for dehumanizing. Either way. And yes. They do not understand. For some. For some reason. People don't realize. And they're just like. The Karen and Ken thing. What is sick so, joke? No. No, is a, let me let me throw a, a number joke? three
4: in there for you guys, uh, and I want to get Robert's take on this as soon as I say this. This is a number three in there. Uh, this is not just for dehumanizing and and all that stuff. This is also to give a cover for those who want to commit crime on the left, because if you can't see their face, you can't charge them with a crime, and well, we're going to start seeing more and more of that. So Does that's that a Antifa? that's a hold on, guys, hold on. That's a Good. major part of what the, what's going on here. The left is covering for the crimes. We saw Kamala Harris, the vice, the VP, uh, come out last year and literally give money to get people out of prison who are Antifa and BLM writers who are killing, cover. burning, and, and this gives them coverage and protection so they can go ahead and start punching Asian people, punching white people, punching whoever they want, and then blame the people they want to blame. They're even going as far as What's saying, the eh, hold on, Kaiser. they're going as far as saying the people that are punching the Asians are doing it because Trump called this the Kung Fu, uh, Kung Fu virus, or he called it the China virus, which was has nothing to do with this at all. It's like, you know, when they're saying that Trump caused the Capitol riot, when there was no riot, first of all, there was no insurrection, and that was an insurrection, that's the weakest insurrection I've ever seen, because the only person that got killed was on the Trump support team, and it was done by yeah. their party. So, there's okay. no insurrection there. There was a bunch of people that followed insurgents, uh, and I'll call them that, uh, or instigators, if you want to call them that, from their camp, who we've oh, yeah. seen them get arrested. We saw them on Anderson Cooper the day after. We've seen these people that, that come forward. Nothing yes. happens to them, but they want to target little old ladies who just went along right. with the crowd. They want to shoot people like Ashley Babbitt in the neck, and they're getting away with it, and, it, and that, folks, tells you everything. Robert, please go ahead and continue. Okay. Yes,
1: you know, Andrew, the okay. same way of length, because I saw that, way way before the the it, it took hold i said who was the who were the first people who were wearing masks before the covid it was antifa right, right. in portland yes. and all the right we saw them wearing masks before the covid uh, vaccine uh, before the covid pandemic but let me tell you this we found records my my partner in uh, on the on the morning star report my co-host andrew curry he's a canadian he dug up documents from 2018 where we found that Norway, Denmark, Uruguay and other countries were ordering COVID-19 test kits in 2018 before the and COVID-19 was even named.
2: No, I, 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 I got infected with it in 2018 in Afghanistan when I was somewhere very close in Afghanistan to China. I no. know when I got it. Uh, brother, Here, here's the thing. Both of you have to understand. I, I love you, Angel. I love you, Robert. But you have to understand. My first definition. Remember what I say. And I mean this. And I hope... Everybody on the podcast understands this. When I wore a mask, it was to the person. And that is what you were talking about. You said there was a third way, Angel. No. That's what I did. That's the first thing. If I put a mask over you or demand you or or... I have to tell you or put a hood over your face. It doesn't matter what I
4: do to you. Yeah, but Robert, I mean, uh, Kaiser, Kaiser, yeah, but you're missing the point, Kaiser, 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 Kaiser. Kaiser. You're missing the point. The point is, yes, that's what you went through. But right now, what we're seeing, hold on, uh, Kaiser. Kaiser, hold on a second, Kaiser. Let me speak for a second. Remember, Jackal said, hold on a second. Right now. As we're going forward, we're seeing more and more crime, again, from Antifa to the current thugs in the streets wearing the mask. And it's making it harder and harder for anybody to find these people and acknowledge who they are because this I is agree. giving them cover. I so agree. this is a third part of what you're seeing. Whether you want to say that this is what happened to you or you're not, it's not because it's not what you did. But this is what we're facing right now, right now. Not in 2018. Yeah, not in 2019. This is 2021. This is 2020. The last two years, this is what's happening right now, right now, and this is part of the plan. The part of keeping the masks on and keeping people uh, hooded up is so they can continue committing these crimes like it's happening now to Asian people, and they're going to start blaming that on Trump also and on conservatives. That is part of the agenda. That's part of what they're doing. Yes. And then Angel, you can't hide that.
1: About Go ahead, Rob. I have an important thing about masks. Most of the masks that have been uh, marketed in the United States were made in China, and they're contaminated. <laughs> yeah. they, contain nanopart- yes. they contain nanoparticles. They yep. contain fibers that are acting like the Morgellons fibers. This is a concentrated effort. Folks, we have suffered the greatest yeah. biological warfare attack in the history of mankind, and the mass media and the government is loath to tell you that the only person who was telling us the truth was president trump when he was saying it's the kung flu, it's the china virus, it's the wuhan virus. He was letting you know. And what they dreaded was that president trump would be openly reelected. He was reelected and this election is not over. I had a dream many years ago. I was worried about obama destroying our country. And in, the, in this lucid dream, I heard the voice of George Washington say to me, don't worry, Robert. The United States Constitution has its own way of dealing with traitors. And I have that confidence. What we are seeing right now working out, playing out in Arizona, in Michigan, in Georgia and in Pennsylvania. Believe me, folks, the election of 2020 is not over. President Trump willingly stood aside for two reasons. One. One to stop bloodshed and a wide-open civil war. Secondly, he said privately, I have to let the American people see for themselves who those traitors really are, what they are really about, and we are seeing it. And I have the utmost confidence that Joe Biden is not going to finish his term in office and I actually pray for Joe Biden to stay alive, because, folks,
4: if oh, Biden dies, yeah.
1: Kamala Harris becomes president, and she gets to choose her vice president.
4: Hillary or Pelosi.
1: Nancy Pelosi.
4: Yeah. And here is the third thing why I think Trump did that. Uh, he, what he, what he, oh, no, this is a, another reason why I think Hillary Trump Obama. did what he, what he did, uh, 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 Robert, and uh, this is something that I think is a, a clear... Indication of who the man is. If he had uh, called martial law, if he had done a lot of the things which a lot of the QAnon kooks uh, believed he was going to do, and a lot of the the rumor was that he was going to take the presidency by force, uh, if he would have done that, people would have said, well, see, he's a dictator. So he couldn't do that. He had to step aside. He has to let the law do his job. And I believe karma does come back, and I do think that those who do evil at the end of the day get shunned by the by karma and by what's right. And we're seeing it in the the yeah. states that have the issues. Yeah, people are saying, why should they audit the state so many months after the election? Because the game is not over yet. And those who right. raked it are running for their lives because they know that Trump is more popular now than he was even in November because more and more people are, are waking up from that blue pill And they're going over to the red pill and saying, you know what, I'm going to take the red pill and I'm going to wake up from this uh, daydream because it's getting pretty ugly and getting pretty bad.
1: Yeah, it's clear they saw the election. You know what had them going crazy? The statistics or the demographics, I should say, of the last Trump rallies, when they started polling the people who were there, they found that 23% of the attendance in the last rallies for the last two months of the Trump campaign were Democrats? He he swung. He yes. actually swung Democrats to the cause yes. to, yeah. of the U.S. Constitution, and folks, it's not over by a long shot. Well, that's it's how you Hayden
4: get twelve. Uh, what was it, Twelve million more votes than he got in twenty sixteen. I mean, there's reasons.
1: Absolutely, he he got, yeah. got seventy four million votes as opposed to sixty eight. Yeah. And you know what? I've been seeing pictures say, of, of the ballots. I've been seeing pictures of the ballots being tested against backlights. There's a watermark I, in the ballots in Arizona and they're uh-huh. chucking out all of the ballots that don't have the watermark.
2: Well right? what I would what I would say, Robert and Angel. Trump won probably a hundred million votes. I agree. They're not they're not telling the truth and they shifted those votes through I don't want to get Angel's program blocked or some weirdness um, they transferred those
4: votes well, whatever, whatever the way it was we all agree that it was hundred thousand, at least 100 million people voted for the man and numbers are just not what they seem. That's why the yeah. audits are important. But here's the thing about even the audit: the audits. Uh, once you audit something that's already been doctored or messed with, what good is but that, that going to do you?
2: But that's but that's not the problem. The problem is DOJ today sent a letter to tell Arizona to stop looking they were doing a forensic analysis these are things people need to understand
1: they have no authority to do and, that kaiser
2: well they, they can they cannot done do it, that they, they, they can send they any can. letter they
1: want listen they can send any letter they want the constitution you know, assigns to the states how they're going to run the elections and how they're going to run their audits.
4: Correct. Yes, they can put,
1: they, they put stuff in blocks. They can go to court all they want. They can send this, any letter to anybody they want on the planet. But I, they don't I, have authority to stop an audit.
2: Correct. Right. The they're not
1: That's stopping
4: it. Kaiser, let him speak, they're please. They're not. Kaiser, they're Kaiser, not Kaiser, Kaiser, me. Kaiser. Right, we understand the point, but let him speak for a second. He's trying to answer you. Go ahead, Robert. Okay.
1: No, I'm saying that it's it's irrelevant. They can try to order any state to do anything they want them to do, but the state has the right to run its elections the way they see fit. If they see something wrong, they have the right yes. to audit in any way they see fit because the Constitution gives them that power. Yes. The Department of Justice does yes. not have that constitutional power, and the Department of Justice isn't even in the Constitution. Okay, so I know
2: it's not. It's yeah, they get their so authority through the Marshalls Act. I know where it comes from. Uh so do you, brother. I mean it's not gonna work.
1: So don't, well, don't don't give them more power than they have or no, are
2: entitled to no I'm I'm not giving them that power. What I'm saying is, brother, uh it can delay it in court. That is my point. And they're just trying to... Look, Angel and you both brought up something. You brought up something very important. It's not going to be Barack Obama being the vice president. No. What it will be is they're going to bring Hillary Clinton in. And guess what? Kamala Harris goes away. These are
4: facts. That's a Democrat fantasy, man. Don't play it up. Look, right now, as it is, Barack Obama, behind the scenes, him and his uh, group are the ones that are are, are in power. It's not even Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a puppet. You know why Joe Biden ran, and I'm going to be honest with you guys, because Joe Biden knew he was... Uh, in trouble with the whole uh, Ukraine uh, scandal was blowing up. His son had the laptop issue out there. China came China. to him, and China has him on their in their pocket and said, you play ball or this stuff is going to come out. And then the, the laptop issue happened because Hunter's an idiot, and uh, China already had Joe Biden by the balls. So China made Joe Biden run where Joe Biden is not even mentally equipped to run, but Joe Biden is a perfect puppet. He doesn't care. He's been sold out from, what, 47 years ago. So he is sold out to the highest bidder. And Joe Biden said, okay, but the real people that are running the Congress again, or running the Congress and the White House, is the Obama administration. This is a continuation of that. So it doesn't matter who you have, whether it's Kamala Harris or, or Hillary Clinton or Nancy Pelosi, as whoever the face or the talking head is. The figure behind the the scene is still the Obama group that is running the country, as long as they're in power, as long as it's the same group. We're going to see the same takeover that happened for the eight years Obama was in office. He slow started the whole process. Uh, There was a continuation from the Clinton-Bush years, which was leading a slippery slope down this road. And this is exactly where we are right now. It was supposed to take a fast track, like I said earlier, under Hillary Clinton as president. Trump came in. He put put the kibosh on it for four years. Look what happened to him. They railed him from the moment get-go. They said they were going to impeach him before he even took the Oval Office. They went four years on that crap. Two fake impeachments. Now they're doing this phony stuff against his lawyer Rudy Giuliani. They're going to, after. They're going to just try to yeah. destroy Trump regardless. Uh, Kate actually on her show and the please hold on. Kate on her show earlier tonight uh, even yeah. said something that is very important, and she said about the executive orders that uh, that Biden has put out. One that kind of went unnoticed was. One that can target individuals and take their assets away. Now, think about this: what is and this is people that are are supposedly colluding or connected to Russia in some weird way that might have uh, caused the election friction or caused the election hacking. Now, think about this: they can fake a dossier that causes an impeachment of the president. They can fake that. They can fake any document that says that Trump did anything, which is not true, but they can say it's true. Pass it and ram it through a bill and say, "Well, Trump, you were naughty. We got you doing this, even if it's a lie. Doesn't matter. They control the narrative, and they take all his assets away, including Mar-a-Lago." including everything, and then they throw him in prison. Now he cannot run. Yes. And that is something that I fear is on and the table, and it could happen. Kaiser, hold on. This is something I fear is on the table, because this is exactly I think the play that is going on here from uh, moving forward. And this is why they're attacking Giuliani now, because they're going to continue attacking Giuliani. She,
2: she failed to realize, and I mean this, she failed to realize... On this one thing. Who wrote. Rex 84. Which empowered. And I know Robert knows this. And I know you do. Rex 84. And. If you remember right. Go back in time. You have to always go back. It was. Joseph Biden. Who wrote Rex eighty four, which was what you now know as? And remember when Sununu brought it up in live Congress? Uh, Sununu said it he didn't bring it up. It was uh, um, Lieutenant Colonel uh shit. Why can't I can't remember that Marine's name? Anyways. Same reason you're Oliver slurring North your
4: words North. right now. <laughs>
2: Was it Oliver <laughs> and, North? Yeah, Oliver North. That's oh, that, be, that beauty. Exactly yeah. Correct. And when he brought that up, oh, we'll talk about that in closed session. Man, yeah. I testified twice on closed sessions. And I'm telling you, when he did that, uh, I already knew what Rex 84 was before anybody else did. It, he brought it up. Yeah, I know what this is. Yeah. And, and let's then not all forget of a sudden, Biden, Biden wrote Rex 84. Yeah, and but it let me was
1: talk about Obama. What when we talk about Obama, let us not forget. The satanic pedophile cult that I underlies agree. all of this, from Washington to Hollywood to the southern border and to China.
2: Human I trafficking Child or tra- trafficking
4: too. Well, the child trafficking is the most uh, uh, used, I think, for many reasons: uh, gender, chrome, sex. Uh, you know, you name it. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, there's so all kinds of different reasons, and the younger the child, I think, the more expensive. Because, look, even uh, Sandra Bullock is on record, and you can look this up on YouTube. She gets penis facials. Now, I, I don't know if you guys are aware of this. This is, this is not a joke or some sexual... Hold on, Kaiser. Uh, uh, Kaiser, hold on. Uh, this is not a joke. What this what they're doing is they're taking the foreskin of babies, and they're mixing it with facial uh, you know, stuff for women... And they're literally giving them facials uh, with the foreskin of babies that are circumcised. Uh, Now, how disgusting is that, first of all? But this is something that she admitted to on the Ellen show. And Ellen didn't look shocked by it, because I'm sure she gets it. Uh, This is something that Hollywood's doing. Now, they're doing stuff like that and admitting to that, imagine the stuff they're doing that they're not admitting to and why they're so hell-bent in keeping the status quo. Uh, what's been going on behind the scenes for a very long time. Human trafficking is a problem. It's been a problem for centuries. That's what slavery was about. It was human trafficking. Uh, in, a, in a in a dark, uh, deep way, human trafficking and slavery never ended. Just because black people got free doesn't mean that human trafficking or slavery ended. It's been going on all over the world. What do you think the movie uh, Hostel was all about? Human trafficking, people get captured and put into these places where people go pay a lot of money to slaughter people. That was based Uh, on stuff that was happening in Europe for real, for real.
2: Okay, well, first off, I'll say you both know this. I was human trafficked once, and all that means... Is I didn't have control of my passport. If you do not have control of your passport. You cannot leave freely. Okay. That is the definition. For everyone. And I was. That's one of the closed door. uh, Conferences. I had to have. Back then. um, With Congress. Okay. And this is for real shit. You know. This is not me inventing shit. This is me telling you something. And. It was because. Of a stupid thing. I took my guys and gals out. From Uganda. Uganda. And that's where I found out with Obama, Obama, uh, I found out this and I'm going to be very frank and I'm going to open everything up to everybody. Listen to this. Um, this breaks my heart and yet edifies me in a different way. Um. Man, uh, these, these people from Uganda, I took them out and shot them. You know, I had them qualified to shoot, you know, and was bringing their records back. And I opened up the wrong drawer and we all always worried. I was working for a certain company I cannot name because I'm in a lawsuit with them. And still I am. Uh, an American company, by the way. And uh, we'll talk offline on on. Kaiser, I need to speed up, brother. This has, has nothing you, to do with the show. You're the flow you, the show, Come I on. will tell you. But the point is, I opened up the wrong drawer, and we always wondered why we didn't see their passports. Oh, they have their OS. You know, they're their Their ability to be there through a paper but they didn't have their passports with them which always confused us and so what ended up happening was when I opened that up me and not just myself uh, a brother of mine Ed, I'll just say his first name Uh, Both of us recognize this quickly, and I went to uh, CID in the Army and the Marine Corps, uh, NCIS, and I went to DCIS, which nobody in this conversation except for maybe Robert knows. Defense Criminal Investigation Service, which is the FBI for they are an an IG agency. Uh, I went to all of them and a brother of mine because I was on a certain task force in my local area. My brother called me uh, from DCIS and when Jay called me, I was like cool, what's up? And Jay said, hey, uh, it's going nowhere because it was Obama's aid for Africa program. And here's how that broke down. It broke down because those people were making a year's wage every month. 600 bucks. Okay. The president of Uganda was making... $2,000 per head. It was human slavery. Trafficking. And that was before Hillary Clinton was ever in office. That was 2009. And I have Brits. I have a lot of people that know what happened. Because I went off. There's a reason why, man... I do not put up with that kind of shit. And I'm like, you know who I am and what I do. Yeah, well. No, they don't. I, I honestly don't believe people know. People. It used to be in the circuit. Everybody knew who they were until it became corporate. And that corporation is the reason why I'm in that lawsuit. And that's all I have to say on that.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I know we're running out of time, but I want to talk about one more thing, which is the cultural genocide and what we're really up against in the United Nations.
4: Please, we're, we're going to go into, uh, we're gonna go into uh, the third hour because we're halfway there anyway, so uh, we have uh, at least okay. to the end of the hour to so go for it.
1: Oh, well, I can only go for another um, 18 minutes to 12.30 a.m. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so anyway, the uh, the point here is they're killing our culture to superimpose another culture. And the mask is a superimposition of a shade of Islam. And the thing that we are being faced with is the United Nations decided long ago that a republic and real democracy and constitutional law is not the way to govern. They have adopted a model that I call... Communism. I made up that term in 1999 when I realized what we were facing. Communism and Islam. Communism. And people thought I was being really radical and kind of like a religious fanatic and criticized me until 9-11 happened. And then one year after 9-11, I got the endorsement of a lifetime. Osama bin Laden hiding in the cave in Afghanistan where probably Kaiser was chasing him down issued a fatwa, and these were his words. He said, I urge all members of the Ummah, that is the Muslim group sold, you know, the hive mentality. It said, I urge all members of the Ummah to support communist insurrections wherever they may happen, because communism and Islam are the same thing, unquote. So what we're facing is the imposition of a new form of government which combines communism and islam and the masking is part of a big joke a sick behavior modification program to make americans submit to islamify you to teach you what it is like to have to wear the hijab the hajib the thing that yeah. the, the veil the veil that women are forced to wear yeah. in iran afghanistan they're forcing men and women here to submit to that in a slow acculturation process to make you accept communism. Islam. And as George Washington said, I would rather die on my feet than live on my knees. And that's what submission to Islam entails, living on knees, with your knees,
4: well, head well, but, down, yep.
1: ready for the act.
4: By the way, Robert, uh, this is uh, exactly what I was talking about. And uh, who is, uh, you know, one person that was in league with the Brotherhood, uh, Muslim Brotherhood? Obama. Mm-hmm. And uh, remember, that I've been saying this for a long time. This is uh, something that's been going on for decades now. The Muslim takeover of the left started in the 80s started creeping up in the 90s, it ramped up in the 2000s and right now we're seeing a total takeover because they indoctrinated the youth from the school uh, time and you see and look you see a lot of athletes uh, it, that are big now like the LeBron James and all these cats uh, they're all Muslim, okay uh, there's a reason behind why they're pushing so hard against the police and why they're pushing so hard for China. Uh, because they're communists, they're socialists, and they're uh, Islamic. And, and look, I'm yep. not against all Muslim people. I'm sure there's a lot of folks that are Muslim that, are, that have no idea what's going on. These are the radical That's Muslims that want to get themselves in position of power and take over the country. Because again, in the Quran itself it says that if you don't abide by the Quran, if, if you don't do as they're told, if you don't assimilate, then you're completely an infidel. And if you're an infidel, they have the right to come after you. The reason that professor uh, from the clip that I played earlier, I don't know if you heard it, Robert, uh, where she's talking to her student, and she's telling, uh, talking down to the student who's defending the police, the reason that it's infuriating is because she's really saying, don't trust the police. Why? Because they want to replace the police with Sharia law. And once that hits the fan, folks, wave bye-bye to your Constitution because that is a checkmate on the complete takeover.
1: Yeah, let me talk a little bit about uh, fake statistics. You know, in the entire year of 2020, policemen shot, white policemen shot 18 African Americans. And... The way it works in the mass media is they'll take one incident and play it hundreds and hundreds of times a day, a week, over and over and over. To the point now, when they ask African-Americans how many people were killed by police, they said, oh, it's a genocide. Thousands were killed. And that's fake. The thousands were killed in Chicago. Black-on-black crime, 75%. ...of the murders... ...are black on black crime... ...and 71% of the victims... ...are blacks... ...Chicago... ...suffered nearly 800 murders... ...last year... ...and because it's black on black crime...
2: ...Nobody...
1: nobody ...even... ...thinks about it... ...so you have to stop exposing yourself... ...to the fake statistics... ...of the fake news... ...whose agenda is to create a civil war in this country based on race. And they're going to sacrifice the black people. Because black people, wake up, you have no hope of winning a civil war, a race-based civil war in this country. They're using the same tactics here that they used in South Africa. Nelson Mandela was a member of the Communist Party and the Politburo of the ANC directing the murders from his cell that his wife, Winnie Mandela was executing, executing blacks with Winnie's necklaces. They didn't have guns, so they would take tires and drop them over people to lock up their arms, and then they'd set them on fire with gasoline. So that tactic worked in in South Africa because the population of South Africa is 85% black and 2% Asian, and it was about 10% white.
2: Andrey in America, used to call it in America the
1: black population is only 13%. So my fellow African Americans don't be fooled. You're throwing out the baby with the bathwater. You're throwing away 60 years of social progress. Never in the history of America did African Americans have it better than during the Trump administration. The lowest unemployment rate, the the highest achievements the most educated, and you're throwing it all away for a lie, a big lie, a communist lie. And let us not forget who the God of Islam is. If you want to find out, read the Satanic Verses by um, by Salman Rushdie. Why did they want to kill, put yep. a billion dollars on the head of Salman Rushdie? He wrote the book, The Satanic Verses. I read the Satanic Verses, and I read a document by the world's foremost expert on Sharia law and Islam. And it is that Muhammad embraced Satan as the God of Islam. And then 300 years later, another heretic named Ashal Magani, Mohammed Ashal Magani came up and started teaching Luciferism. He claimed that he had become God by practicing a special type of religion, which was always following the opposite of the truth. And since he had gained godhood by always following the opposite of the truth, the opposite of the truth was a higher cosmic principle than truth. That, in essence, is how Lucifer took over Islam. Here, in essence, is how Lucifer took over the Democrat Party. The book is called Rules for Radicals. It is a book of dirty plays, dirty tricks, lying, accusing your opponent of the thing you're doing, And that book is dedicated to Lucifer. Find it yourself. Look at the preface. Saul Alinsky was a Luciferian Jew, a a Sabbatean. That is a very special sect of Judaism that practices the opposite of the Ten Commandments. The late Barry Hammons taught me that. Barry Shamish. His videos are still on YouTube. Look him up and he'll show you how Sabbatai Sevi embraced Luciferism, took it from Islam, and then he infused it into a special sect called Sabbateanism. And that has taken over the Democrat Party. It's Correct. in black and white, in the preface of Rules for Radical. This book is dedicated to Lucifer, who was the first rebel. That is the enemy that we are facing. And what and- is Lucifer? Intelligence without love, that is the enemy.
4: That's always been the enemy, and every every war that's been fought in this world has been fought under the uh, pretense of religion, and that's (laughs) something that people forget. Every war in the Middle East is because of religious beliefs, Uh, whether it's Palestinian versus Israelis, whether it's uh, whatever Middle Eastern country of choice you want to take on, it's always religious. They're bringing that to our streets right now, and it's again, like you said, it's a Muslim, communist, uh, you know, a combination, and this is very dangerous because they started this process years ago, and your kids, America, your very kids, are being indoctrinated and brainwashed by this nonsense, guys. Yes, sir.
2: and Hillary, and and Robert, and both of you will know this. Hillary Clinton, in her in her writings, uh, thought highly of Solinsky. And then all you have to look at is the weather underground. Man, this goes so deep. Like it, Robert and I both go deep on this, and I'm sure everybody can look at this. And the Weather Underground, Bernadine Dorn, and also uh, her boy, who launched Barack Obama, okay? And Bill Bill Ayers, William Ayers, yeah. I know where you're going. And that's the whole thing, man. I mean, we need to do a show that goes long on this, because well, I love all of you guys.
1: Both, You know, these people were so radical. Kaiser, you brought up Bill Ayers. The FBI was monitoring Bill Ayers and Bernadine Dorn and the Weather Underground, and they have recordings of them talking about the takeover that they were planning. Yes. And they said that when they took over, there were certain groups of Americans that would never, ever submit to the communist takeover and they said they would have to kill them. And they said to him, how many people do you think will have to kill He said about 25 million.
2: 25
1: million. 25 million was Bill Ayer's quote to how many Americans they would have to exterminate in order to complete the communist takeover of the United States. And isn't it interesting? Isn't it interesting that they call themselves the weather underground and that global warming and weather changes are, are, are the... The religion, actually. That's become the religion of the Democrat Party. Oh, we have to save us from the weather. And we are the bad creatures that are creating these bad weather. That's all malarkey.
4: Yeah, that and well, the, the, cow, the cow farting. Uh, but to get back to yeah. what you are showing us here on Skype earlier, uh, Robert, uh, you know, the, the, the virus, the Kung Flu, the China virus, uh, one thing that I, I don't know if you're, you're you know getting to that when you were you know showing the the stuff on skype but there is a wording in the way they describe this thing on, online which is very scary this is being looked at not just as a vaccine but an operating system an os and exactly ironically right.
1: enough
4: ironically enough who's one of the guys behind it Bill Gates yeah
2: that's right. Yes, he's.
1: The
4: well, you know,
2: back so to
1: Tron. Remember Tron, the movie Tron. Yes. You remember, it's about that master program. the The, the Tron is taken into the uh, internal world of cybernetics uh, to get rid of him, and that's where he has to defeat it because the whole plan is this master control, and this right. thing about the mRNA actually be, and those are the words of the designer. Let's emphasize yeah. this to the audience. Angel's not making the phrase up himself. The designer said, this is not just a vaccine, it's an operating system. Oh, it's on their website. It's on their the website. On the website. Technology yeah. To make GMO people. Yeah. To denature us, yeah. To steal our yes. souls. To turn off the gene that makes it possible for us to communicate in on a higher spiritual level. To, to communicate with God, to know the spiritual world—it's called VMAT-2. And this, this yeah. retrovirus was was proposed to the, to the Pentagon way back in 2005. They call it the funvax. And if you go to YouTube, you can find out about it. It's still around there, percolating. They try to scrub it, but the funvax keeps coming back. Fundamentalist vaccine, and they defined then what the coronavirus is now. An aerosol-based, an aerosol-based and dispersed vaccine to turn off fundamentalism. Yep. But the fundamentalism they're talking about is your spiritual belief system, which yep. is a God-given capacity that's in your genes. It's called Vmat-two. That Vmat-two. It's called the God gene. If mm-hmm. they turn that off, they imprison okay. you. In the material world from which you can never escape and you will never have access to the spiritual life.
4: Eternal Matrix. Yeah. Oh. By, the, by the way, if you guys remember the book, hold on, remember the book Behold a Pale Horse by William Cooper? He spoke yes. of, uh, of a vaccine which was going to be yes. doing what? Uh, gearing itself to overriding our system, which is our yeah. DNA. And in the book, he's very specific about what the function of this so-called vaccine was. Uh, to put us in a place where you don't need to be chipped anymore. This is better than the chip because they can coordinate whatever they want through maybe 5G technology or whatever that connects to uh, whatever is in that vaccine that is in operating system, and now they have you controlled. That is, I believe, honestly what's happening here, guys. Yeah, I,
1: there's also telephractions in it. And you know what happens to it? If you take metal and put it in a microwave oven, you're going to have a big surprise because you're going to see the metal start to scintillate and you're going to see electrons flying off in every direction. Um, So the 5G may be interacting with nanoparticles. Metallic aluminum, for example, is one of the adjuvants. Barium is another adjuvant that they put in the vaccine. So if you're vaccinated and these micro nanoparticles, metallic nanoparticles are in your body and you come near a 5G emitter they could could light you on fire and cause cancers in your body. It is diabolical. Diabolical technology.
4: Or even better, better, genetically manipulate to wherever your kids are born, are born the way they want them to be born with the idea, their ideology, their DNA strand, the way they want to genetically manipulate society from going forward, and forget about freedom of everything. If they have a beehive uh, controlled, the queen controls the yeah. populace. And that's what they're trying Hi, to create, a Borg. Hive
1: mind. Hive
4: yeah, mind. a hive mind, people a Borg mind. People. That's people that's, it. A, that's what it says, folks.
1: Transmitting thoughts. I, they could be transmitting thoughts through 5G directly through into you and you would think that they are your own thoughts. You wouldn't be able to tell the difference between your own thoughts
2: I, and thoughts. I tried to tell people, including both of you, years ago, fuck, I can't even believe how many years ago. I tried to tell you guys, look, um, there was something, Gerald Bulls, I respect him for a reason that you will never understand, but I know who Gerald Bull was. Yeah, super cannon. real what? He invented super cannon. He he actually was able to put stuff into space. And he actually gave Saddam the way to put stuff into space. This is for real. This is Gulf War. My era. Um, this is real deal shit. And he had to be dealt with. And any the documentary they'll say it's Israeli. It's this is that. No is Americans. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. An American. One American. And but what did he multiple. say, Kaiser? Uh, you're like I'm Nova, just you are not Christopher Nolan. There's a little build up to get to the point. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to tell you something. Um that thing he put up there I love what you guys are both saying. And I'm telling you I think he loves us, uh, Robert. Uh oh. well Robert and you both know I love you guys. But we've been told several times. My point is that uh, he put something up there into geosynchronous orbit for the Iraqis. And that was why the Gulf War happened. Everybody said blood for oil. No, it wasn't blood for oil, it was he had a technology. And they always cover this up. Always. Those guns were not facing towards Israel. Those guns, those super guns, were facing to put the things he wanted up in space. And when people later uh, decided they wanted Chinese, by the way, uh, CCP, uh, um, they wanted to blow up things.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: That's what they did, because that's why we didn't make a big deal about. It. And it it was a technology us, the Soviets, and now Russia still have, and uh, China has.
4: Kaiser, let me stop you right there for a second. Hold on. Uh, and uh, we and this is something I want to get Robert's take on this also, uh, because this is kind of going into another realm, which uh, we speak a lot about, me and Robert, on this show. Technologies and space and UFOs. As we know in the next couple of months, Robert, what's supposed to happen? Yes. More information on yes, the... Uh, on some on of official
1: disclosure, yeah. Right, um, on the knowledge uh, that the government uh, Marco, has. Uh, Marco Rubio put into, law, into the law in January that uh, the government, the CIA and all the agencies had to own up on what they really know about UFOs. So, there's a lot of uh, interest, let's call it, on what's going to come down between, ju- how coincidental, June 30th, June 30th and July 4th. That's right. supposed to be, the report is released But folks, I don't believe it, the government's been lying for yeah. 80 years really, 80 years uh, and because the first UFO crash that I know of in the United States happened in Cape Girardeau Missouri in 1940 yeah. and a yes. body was recovered and as a matter of fact I just sent a picture of that body being held by two townsmen being taken by a, um, a news photographer and it's from the Reverend Hoffman so the, and Einstein and Oppenheimer wrote a letter in 1947 describing different ways that we could absorb a Celestrian race. They call them celestials or Celestrians. And right. they decided, their, yeah. four, their fourth recommendation was that the best way to absorb an alien race that had decided to settle here was to write an agreement with them that would assure the survival of our culture and assign Correct. them territory, but to keep their presence hidden from the pub, the world public, from the American public.
4: Like and underground, Antarctica.
1: Antarctica and Yukon. Canada is a really big country, and it only oh, has yeah. about 30 yeah. million people. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of UFO activities and abductions up there. And all the cattle mutilations. So the government is not going to own up, man. They would be oh, no,
4: but so you, many
1: so many damages, you know? Yeah. 30,000 head of cattle or more, just in the United States. Forget about the rest of the world. Oh, I'll yeah, be, that, that's, uh, forget, forget about that.
4: But here's the thing, yeah. Robert, uh, Robert. This is what I was trying to get at. Uh, going back but, to Cooper's book, Behold the Pale Horse, in that book he also talks about the false flag UFO invasion. It was meant to scare people when the uh, full takeover was going to happen within the next uh, couple of decades. And what's happening now is, ironically enough, we have the pandemic, we have all this stuff that's happening, and now we have the UFO stuff coming up. It really starts to look... Like, William Cooper was on the money because he even said it's, it's going to start happening in the next couple of decades, and it, yeah. it's going to start up with uh, the school shootings. They're right. going to start coming after your guns. Folks, this has almost been like a domino effect, step by step, the way he describes it in that book. And right. for all the shit that he was given over the years that he was alive, my God, when you go back Thank and you me. read or you listen to this audio version of the book, he is dead on accurate on almost everything. Okay. In the room Would this scene.
1: Angel Kaiser? Nice. I I knew Bill I knew Bill Cooper personally very well. I know. He had some mistakes in his book. He said that the driver shot the president, but that was an optical illusion that was created right. by a misinterpretation of the film. We talked for
4: hours and well, hours. Well, that's the and JFK stuff, on, stuff. Yeah, yeah, JFK stuff. He was stuff
1: He was right on the money. Yep. He, was, yeah, he asked me to become part of his uh, KG, his uh, Civilian uh, Joint Intelligence uh, Network. He was one of the most patriotic people America ever produced, and God Correct. rest his soul. He yep. told America the truth about everything that's happening today, including the planned false flag alien invasion. Let me tell you what the Russians concluded about UFOs. Please. I heard this from a KGB A KGB agent did an interview with an Italian filmmaker, and he was asked, what did the Soviet Union conclude about the UFOs? And he said, we concluded that UFOs represent the second coming of Christ, and we can never tell the Russian people that. because For 75 years, we denied God, we denied religion, and we are afraid to tell the Russian people that. So another friend of mine who lives in Colorado, who's really smart, says, You know what they may be doing? They may be setting us up to misinterpret. They know the second coming of Christ is coming, and he's going to come on the clouds, as the Bible says. So they want people to think that it's an evil alien invasion that's coming so that we fight against it. So many, many possible scenarios are involved. Folks, don't believe anything the government tells you. I will never believe anything the government ever tells me again. Because it took me 30 years to pull the curtain away. The Wizard of Oz took over in 1963. Mass media has been the, the medium for the Wizard of Oz to turn you all into munchkins. So revelations. I don't believe they're going to ever tell us the truth. The truth is going to manifest itself to us. The truth will come directly. Yes, it's revelations. It's Revelations the we're fighting now.
2: Revelations told all of us, including you, brother, yes. including Angel, uh, that when God comes back, i.e., Jesus, the greatest general on the planet, when He comes back, and He will one day. Um, When he comes back, the world will unite against him. And honestly, communism is the only thing. And they could never break our back. So we must, as Americans, resist. Any infringements. As long as we have. Breath to breathe. As long as we have. Whatever. Still. I don't care. If it's. A pike. A spear. Or a sword. Resist with what you can. Uh, Because. You know, we're all finite. God's not. And Christ isn't. Um, But if we fell this time, the world will be plunged. And, of course, with Revelations, you have the 2,000-year thing. We already know how
4: it'll happen. A lot, yeah, but you got to understand also, a lot of this stuff is being manifested, and a lot of it is being done uh, by people who want to see this kind of outcome. I'm agnostic, first of all, guys, so let me just get this uh, in the way here. I'm agnostic. I don't believe That's in religion cool. one way or the other. Um, I do think there's a higher power uh, that controls everything and created everything. I do think we've been genetically manipulated by races outside of this world, uh there might not be God exactly, but that's another uh show altogether uh yeah. i I do think there was a guy that walked the earth named Jesus, whether he was the son of the God that created the entire universe. I don't know that uh I was there when he was born, but I do know the story of little Caesar, the son of Julius Caesar who lived in the same timeline, had the same experience, had all the same attributes. But that's another story, uh, because part of the attributes of Jesus is also on Horus and a lot of other Messiah figures. So we can go down that religious path later on in a different show. But what I do know... What I do... Hold on, Kaiser. Hold on, Kaiser. Kaiser, hold on. Let you speak. Let me speak. Hold on. What I do know is that the problem in this world has always been the fight for whoever's religion is better and whose God is better, and religion this, religion that. Look, this is a country that we have the freedom of expression, right to worship whatever you want. If you want to worship a number two pencil and call it your God, by all means, you soy boy, put your girly pants on. on, Hold on, Kaiser, and worship the hell out of that pencil. Do whatever you want to do. In the price of your own home, you can do whatever you want. The problem is uh... this is even forgetting about the whole religious aspect this is an entire uh... takeover by one particular religion that is radicalized and extremed so far to one position that they kill themselves in the word of their god allah okay and they martyr themselves and they think they're gonna get twenty seven versions of virgins on the other side when they kill themselves and kill people now how do you fight that First of all, they're not told the virgins are killing the other 27 dead, you know, idiots who. Killed themselves thinking they were going to get virgins uh, you idiots you're all a bunch of virgins just killing yourself for some reason there is no virgins on the other side waiting for you so relax with that you bunch of sexists. but here's the thing uh, Hollywood has been indoctrinated by this big conspiracy and this big lie because again this is a power play and it's being used with religion as yeah. every war is always fought and uh, being the agnostic one I do believe there's a higher power that created the heavens, the earth, the, the top, the beneath, everything. I do find it funny that Trump is also super religion, or religious, uh, and again, he is what? Christian, right? And believes.
1: Yes. Okay. Hey, you know right. his grandmother's name? <laughs> this is going to kill you. Donald Trump's grandmother's name was Elizabeth Christ.
4: The, 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 Jesus Christ! There you go, uh, and we know his uh, connection also to uh, Tesla and uh, his uncle John Trump and you know the whole family yes. that has a lot of yes. history in the U.S. Uh, now, you know, I only asked uh, about Trump for a second there, but the point is, religion always gets in the way of people coming together, whether you believe in one religion or not. We have never seen a point in time where people are so bent out of shape. Uh, because of the religious beliefs that they're willing to genocide an entire population. And this is being hammered down the throat again by the, the Islamic Brotherhood, by the Muslim radicals that are trying to take over the world. And they say it themselves. If you don't follow their ways, you're against Allah, you're against their uh, beliefs, and you must be put to death that's what a good muslim does when you're that radicalized that's a problem go ahead robert
1: here's here's another point people think that communism is atheistic but it's not it's a it's secret not. it's a secret satanic luciferic religion it is the it has in its core the most perverse forms of freemasonry there's white hat freemasonry and there's black hat freemasonry and the black hat Freemasonry is what took over from Russia. And Stalin and his whole group were diabolicals. And they are a religion. They believe in a religion of matter and keeping themselves in control through matter and by denying access to the spiritual world to anyone who is under their control. And if they can't control Lenin. them, they will kill them. Lenin, Trotsky Lenin Stalin. first,
2: Trotsky, uh,
4: and and then Kaiser Kaiser. He's going down that Stalin. list. Hold on, Kaiser Kaiser. Lenin. Go ahead, Robert.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's basically their their evil trinity. Lenin, Trotsky, and Stalin were cohorts yeah. in forming a diabolical religion. And what they see, what is happening to the United States now, is something that they did to Russia then. They destroyed yeah. religion in Russia. They established feminism. They established the word racism. Trotsky brought this word into vogue in the 1920s. And his, this definition, his definition of racist was anyone who loves his nation, his ethnicity, or his nationality more than communism is a racist. And let me talk about something very esoteric. And this is the Kalergi plan. Richard Codenhove Kalergi is the man who conceived the idea of the European Union or Pan Europa in the 1920s. And he wrote a book. And in that book, he's the one who said that the white race has to be eliminated. And the way that they were going to bring about this elimination of the white race was by intermarriage with the races of Africa and the races of Asia. And so thereby, over a period of time, erasing Caucasian identity by intermarrying it with Africans, with Asians, with, uh, yeah. with Ara- Arabia. But you know what? When I was growing up, there were four races and Arabs were Caucasian, Egyptians were Caucasians, all South Americans were yeah. Caucasians. Africans were Negro, and then there was Oriental, and yeah. then uh, Native Americans or indigenous people. They took that whole vocabulary, which worked very well. Before 1964, in the election of uh, Lyndon Johnson, if you yeah. filled out a, sentence, if a census, there was no hyphen. And the hyphen is what's divided the nation, because yeah. Lyndon Johnson introduced that hyphen. But it was first prom- promulgated by Malcolm X. Malcolm X was the first person to start talking about African-Americans. And the mistake is putting the ethnicity first instead of after. We are all Americans. And up to 1964, yeah. we were all Americans. But then after that, it's Italian-American, Hispanic-American, Jewish-American. Yeah. And that hyphen is a very big stumbling block. We have to become unhyphenated Americans. That's what I consider myself. I have so many strains of different cultures and races in my system that I have no hyphen. I am just an American. And because of that, I can see through all of these ploys that are used to divide us, and that hyphen is the biggest stumbling block of all. So stop being a hyphenated American. Define yourself as American and do not define yourself by an ethnicity, right? Because that was the wonderful thing. Mm. Anybody from any part of the world can come to this country and become an American citizen. You don't come to this country to become an African-American citizen or an Italian-American citizen. We are Americans first, foremost, first and last so stop thinking along racial lines. That is the great divider, and that is a trick of the devil, to turn you against me. You're not going to turn me against you because I'm above that.
4: Or or, 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 even worse, when you come from a third-world country like Somalia, and you are given all the rights as an American, and you are able to run for Congress, and then you sit there and you say, oh, yeah, America evil, and uh, you start bringing the ideology that you left your country that was ruining your country. You came here, took part of our democracy and our republic, and took part of our uh, constitution and all our liberties, became a congressperson, Elon Omar, and then you sit up there in your little throne in Congress and you talk all this crap about the United States of America that allowed you to go ahead and sit there and do what you're doing. And it's people like that. Robert and Kaiser that is yes. destroying the morality of this country because there are a lot to do that the the fabulous fraud squad as i call them Ola Ilan Omar AOC Rashida Tlaib uh, Jaden Paden whatever her name is uh, all these nikkom poops that are in congress all women of, of brown color uh, all muslim are islam uh, You know, they're all indoctrinated, and again, you can't say anything about them because then you're a misogynist, homophobe, whatever, racist, uh, Nazi, German, you know, you're the worst of the worst, even though I'm a Latino a you know, Cuban, but it doesn't yeah, matter, so remember, it, yeah. Proud Boys, remember, white supremacists, and they arrested, what, a black Latino, Cuban, and he's a white supremacist, so that ideology of, you know, it, it goes out the window now, if you just go against their grain, you're completely thrown into one category no matter what the facts and are.
1: Ilan Omar <laughs> fled Somalia and she went to Minnesota to turn Minnesota into Somalia. Correct. And that's what she well, said. Yeah. That's what she's espoused to force Sharia law. And Michigan is not far behind. Dearborn Michigan yep. is is under Sharia law.
4: Yeah, and Sharia yeah, right.
1: law is antithetical to the US constitution. They cannot post I,
2: live. I lived in Dearborn when I worked in Detroit, Philadelphia, I can tell you more than you want to know about that. Uh, that was when Kwame Kilpatrick was still.
4: Uh, well, unfortunately we only have a couple there. more minutes because, uh, we were supposed to only go to, tw- uh, to, uh, uh, 1230 with Robert. What? He's been very gracious. So yeah, I
2: stayed.
4: yeah he, I stayed. you stayed. I'm so, sorry, so, I'm sorry let's... Robert.
2: Do another show <laughs> on my page or on, um, Honestly, because there's a lot to explore here. Uh, Let's dive deep.
4: We're going to keep talking about this this later, but what what was the point you were trying to get at? Because I know you were trying to get to something.
2: Yeah, I was. I was like, I lived there. I know what it looked like back then during his era uh, and how corrupt it was. And my point was... The corruption doesn't come, I would love to say, trust me, I would love to say it comes from the right. Unfortunately, it doesn't. It comes from the left. And uh, Detroit, and I now believe it's most Democrat, and I hate to say that, because I I just think the corruption comes from people that are one party states, and I think that's where the nation is headed now.
4: And nobody's de- nobody, nobody's uh, debating that, Robert. Uh, that's exactly what we've been saying. Uh, this is all, and and you can see it right on the election in November. What were the issues of the main states, swing states are were all heavy democratic? I was talking about this two years ago on my show where I said Georgia was going to be a problem during the election. Yeah. Sure enough, it happened. Uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms, if you don't want to look into anybody in Georgia, you must look into her. Uh, and, and believe me, you're going to be amazed at what you find. Uh, and she is the mayor of Atlanta where a lot of the, the shenanigans happened. And this is a woman who was tied into street crime and, my, and let's just call them organized crime in Atlanta, Georgia, for the last couple of decades. And you have Stacey Abrams and all these people that are for now, for whatever reason, given a platform. Even though know Stacey Abrams, they don't want to concede her loss. She's given this platform. You mean like Stacey if
2: Abrams, ma- the governor of Georgia? Is whatever. That, the, is the, 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 the human walking uh, what, gap. What, what, what,
4: the, the 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 human gap, as I call her, uh, that's because of the gap in her teeth, guys. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, I will say I will say this: uh, the problem in this country again is the people that are being elected, the people that are in position, the people that are there are because of people behind the scenes, and you just gotta follow the money, and you're gonna go right back to where the uh, the starting point of all this stuff came from. And we could do twenty more shows about this. The problem is, will you wake people up? I hope we do. I hope people do wake up and start out taking that red pill because that blue pill is just gonna lead you right back into sleep and you don't want that and that's what they want. That's why they push Sleepy Joe by the way, because Notice how slow he talks. And he makes Ted yeah. Cruz sleepy. He makes everybody sleepy. And then they can vilify you for sleeping in Congress. Did they vilify Bernie Sanders when he fell asleep uh, during the, uh, the inauguration? No. He was, oh, look how cute Bernie looks with his mittens on. Ted Cruz, evil Ted. He's sleeping during the yeah. president's speech. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know see what? how the, the double standard goes there, guys? That's the game.
1: There was a bad omen on Inauguration Day. I was watching. I got up early, but not early enough. I wanted to see Trump leave Washington and uh, say farewell, but I got up too late. And so I was watching, and uh, something said to me, put on MSNBC, this inner voice. I said, no, I hate MSNBC. I said, put on MSNBC, my inner voice. I "I switched. And there was a, a camera on the church door, St. Matthew's Church, and it said Joe Biden about to leave St. Matthew's Church. The church doors open and the camera zoomed in. And this lady ran out and ran quickly down the stairs, turned around. I said to myself, well, oh, that must be Joe Biden. And then I saw Joe Biden come to the door. And he stopped and he turned around to look for somebody. I said, he must be waiting for somebody. And he was. He was waiting for Jill Biden. The first woman was his sister. Jill <laughs> Biden went by Joe and she taps him. Her elbow taps his elbow. She knocked him off balance and Joe Biden fell off the church steps and fell headfirst into the concrete floor, barely got his arms out, and he whacked his left knee and left thigh, and that's why he's falling on the way up the steps. He didn't slip up the airplane steps. His left leg jammed into his hip. He might have a compression fracture inside his hip. messed up his knee, and I pray that he doesn't die, honestly. I never pray for any president to, to suffer... Assassination or anything like that, but the man has has a limited amount of time, and he's doing his utmost to destroy our country. And we may. Hey, Here is another thing,
4: Robert, uh, with the mask on and with uh, the perfect impersonator. Would you yes, even know if he if he dies?
1: Yeah, I think that he definitely has a double. He definitely yeah. has a double. We saw the and double of Hillary Clinton when she passed out at the nine yeah. eleven commemoration. Remember that. Oh, she yeah, just yeah, collapsed yeah. and they put her into the black SUV and then three hours later there was a woman who was like 20 years younger than she was uh, <laughs> you know like resurrection so yeah. the the use of the double remember folks
4: either the that or the adrenochrome uh, one of the two Robert we're running out of time I do want to give you a chance to plug your show and please uh, the website so everybody can follow you and uh, okay. dig uh, what you're working on bro
1: Okay, I have the Morning star report on Sundays on revolution radio, revolution.radio. That's all you have to remember and Studio A. I also have two programs on Monday on Studio B, revolution.radio. One is called the Right Stuff Radio program, and at 11 o'clock, I have formed the Flash Gordon Radio Club. Folks, I need your help, I need support and the, the government has extended t- tax filing. And I am working with a tax-exempt organization as a sponsor. If you wanted to donate to my work, you can get a tax-exempt donation. It's called globalpeacemedia.org forward slash the Report. globalpeacemedia.org forward slash Morningstar Report. And uh, tune in on Sunday and you can find out how you can buy my two books. I've I've published two e-folder books. It's more than an e-book. It's a folder with text, audio, video, and hundreds of photographs. One is called Communion on the Moon, which is about the Apollo program and the communion they had on the moon. And UFOs on the moon. And living things, creepy crawly things on the moon. The other one is called A Martian Revelation. The Four Faces of Mars. And you can get them directly by buying them through PayPal. $19.50 each or both books for $35. And you can go to PayPal and Robert D. Morningstar is my name. Or you can write to me at robert.morningstar at gmail.com. Or you can write to me with your comments, your suggestions, your ideas. Robert Morningstar, Robert.morningstar. At gmail.com so thank you very much for having me on the show angel and Kaiser and it's always a roller coaster ride with you guys but I love <laughs> roller coasters
4: so uh, we a love lot. you we love you my yeah, friend you. Uh, it's, you know you're always uh, you always a great person to speak to and bring on the show uh, Kaiser any last final thoughts before we uh, sign off for the evening
2: I think uh two things you and Robert are probably the most vital things on the interwebs today. All and right, I know you guys know what I say is real and uh, I probably interjected more than I should have but honestly, it was important. I agree. And that's Rollins, my fault. I own that.
4: I love you guys, and that's all I have to say. Feel the love, brother. Feel the love, guys. Uh, I they think like you both say, Go ahead. Freedom
1: of speech, use it or lose it. Freedom of speech, use yes. it or lose it, but don't abuse it. Okay, folks. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening.
4: Have there you go night. guys have a great night this is uh angel espino this is the angel espino show again inside the jackal's head psn radio soft radio i bid you uh good evening good evening good night good night farewell farewell and i shall catch you again on sunday
5: right here